I ain't thinking about nothing but waffles and pussy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Who would have thought that was in a new Finding Dory movie? Holy <laughs> crap. They went above and beyond this time. Because you know it's a sequel. They got to draw you in somehow. And that's the way we start. <laughs> Ian hates movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And this time, Kelly's live in studio. Oh, my God. Woo. Oh. And that's why the intro is so different. <laughs> it just works out perfectly like that. Awesome. Oh, wait. You hear that, Kelly? All right, we're going to have to we're going to have to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this announcement. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the US government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. you know yeah <laughs> star swipe yes we are we are back unfortunately that is the old purge announcement so we don't even have to listen to that it's not the new one only because we're being legal and someone wouldn't let me rip it but whatever <laughs> yes exactly whoa what a shocker <laughs> what a shocker yeah so the difference between the old purge announcement and the new purge announcement is that in the new purge they decided to take off the Level 10 government, it, government restricted. Yeah, restrictions. So everyone is legal in this purge, in purge election year. Right. But still, class four below. Yes. Weaponry. Let's not get too insane. Um, good right. lord. I'm not getting crazy here. If you haven't already deducted <laughs> what we've been talking about, let alone our promotional pushes on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatnot, we are doing the purge election year, which will bring to a close... The trilogy, at least that they were planning originally. At this, yeah, at this point. Yep. And the, you know, the podcast we did before where we did Purge One and Purge Anarchy. So, really, we did Blurb on the first one and then we talked about Anarchy. Anarchy? Yes, Anarchy. It's more fun if you put the accents in. I'm pretty sure we still did like 45 minutes on the first one. <laughs> which That's is because like, it's Ethan Hogg and, you know, it's stuff. Man. And uh, Game of Thrones. Lena Henley. Yeah, I'm going to be calling uh, Senator Roan uh, Juliet for most of this podcast. <laughs> That's what I remember her from. So, yep, for all the Lost fans out there. Wow. Are you surprised? Mm, no. No, you probably shouldn't be. So, yes, we are doing the purge election year. So, Kelly, let's start this off because I think we're going to have a lively debate. Sure. Or not so lively. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're, we're, we're running right into this, or are we going to do all the stats first? Yeah, we might as well do the stats first. Do you have them there? I've got them if you don't. Uh, let's see what you have, and then I can fill in. So obviously, the purge election year just came out this weekend. I have IMDb is 6.7 out of 10, 
and Rotten Tomatoes is 57% on mine with a 55% on Metacritic. I got 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, what? Did you go rate this like right before we did the show? I don't know, but I mean, I did just log into it, so maybe you need to refresh your page. Well, I do research before the show, not two minutes before the show. Oh, are we going to... Oh, 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 and I have oh. my own computer here? Uh, thank <laughs> God I brought my laptop. Mm. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank thank the new founding fathers. <laughs> you brought your own... <laughs> God. So yeah, so that is the consensus. Ah. I'm not sure which one you were going for there. <laughs> consensus? Yes. Hooray. <laughs> consensus. I still don't know if I said it correctly. Consensus. Consensus. There, that was right, right? Sure. But you know when you say a word many, many times now, it just doesn't sound right to you whatsoever? Aluminum. Aluminium. There you go. Tin yes. foil is the easiest way to get around that. Yeah, I don't... Uh, feel that great about that word all right anyways back to regular things here Mm. so i also have the taglines as well do you have those for one night only america invites you to its annual tradition yep then i have keep america great (laughs) purge for the people purge for the nation purge for the power purge for your liberty purge for your glory i feel like this is the new like salute to the flag it's the pledge of allegiance now to the flag that would actually be pretty good. Mm. I'd be completely fine with that. Well, we took God out of it, so it should ha- make everybody happy, right? Like, we cover all the bases that way? They didn't take God out of it, especially in election year. Since well, that's because apparently this is a religion, come to find out, which is interesting. It's more, I thought they were still Christian, though, too, right? Yeah, but they made it extremely religious. To, like, it's, it's they made it cult-esque. Well, like, there's a little too much, a little too much into this. Well, that's because they were saying that the the new president of the united states was going to be a minister so basically yeah oh yeah no for sure uh, i'm not i'm not denying it but they also they played a little bit of it uh in the second one a little bit but nowhere near as no. close as this one. like it's one of those because they, they went they prayed remember they well, prayed all the, the rich thing. people like, they shouldn't have said it shouldn't they shouldn't have came off as it it praying though because that's not it's you, you kind of do like a chant and then you do like then there's the thing like why <laughs> the chant and then the and thing the thing so why? So now, it, now it's the prayer and then the sacrifice. Like it's you've gotten extremely pagan for apparently a Christian holiday now, not sure. just a government holiday. Right. Yeah. No. I obviously there's a lot of hypocrisy, but that's and even though they mentioned hypocrisy in the final scenes, they actually brought that up, which we'll obviously get too much later. So I guess let's first talk about our differences of opinions on this or should we just go ahead and just start and see where they actually spring up sure so kelly you texted me after you had seen the movie and what did your text say so that sucked (laughs) (laughs) yep pretty much exactly now i will first off say that i went to see this movie on it was the sunday before the iceland versus france game uh, for the Euros. So I wanted to make sure it was a matinee show. And I was like, oh, this will be great because barely anyone will be in the theater. Which actually, for once, <laughs> for once it actually worked. There were only five people in the theater. Awesome. And they were pretty well behaved, which was nice. You know, no Shocking one, for you. Yeah. No one screaming. No one playing on their phone. No one talking. Slow so, clapping. Yeah. Nothing. Stupid. No bullshit like that, which was nice. Uh, the only issue was when I went to get a soda before the movie started the families that were taking up the two concession stand uh you know people cashiers right, right. took 50, 
10 to 15 minutes each in line. Because it's ridiculously hard to order popcorn now. Well, the one couple ordered for their kids, uh, the Sour Patch Kids, and when the bag came out, it apparently wasn't supposed to be a bag because the girl wanted the box that was in the display case that was obviously 15 years old, which has the discoloration from seeing the sun and all that. Wow. But she wanted, she wanted the, the mutated ones. Yeah, she wanted the box of them. So when the bag came... Because then it's not authentic. Exactly. Which was so So weird. you go to CVS beforehand like everyone does and you pay a dollar for two of them versus five for one and you stick it in your purse. What, what kind of mom is slacker? These parents have paid, nannies. I think these parents paid upwards of $70 yeah. for all the stuff they yeah, bought. It's, it's, <laughs> Insane. I mean, I don't mind buying a $5 drink if it's huge. And if Which I wanted to, are. yeah. And if I wanted to, I would come out and refill it, but I don't really care enough to do that. No. Yeah. So, but that was the only, so right there, that was good. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like I can deal with that. The movie theater was fine itself. So, okay. so yeah, pretty, the economy's going great thanks to concession stands now. Good to know. Yeah, exactly. That was the only thing. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> thing holding us back before Obama got it all straightened out. <laughs> Unfortunately, right before he leaves, which is which sucks. How that normally just, works. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah. Well, that's when you get to tackle the real issues. Is when no one cares what you're doing. <laughs> that's when it happens. So you got you the can't, concession. You know, sense. fuck it up for another four years. We'll just let him. He's got six months. He'll fuck around and do stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty much all our presidency is, right? It's eight years because you never have someone leave office in four years. Apparently not anymore. No, it's always eight years because then people flip to the other side. That's how it works is you get tired of this one. So you flip to the other one. So it's eight years of that. And it's the final year while everyone else is campaigning that the actual president tries to do things. So he tackled the concession stands. Seems to have worked. We're all good. So 2024, at the end of Trump's, we're going to actually have the purge then. That's exciting. I like how Sweet. you just threw, threw that in there, like we're a political <laughs> show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if we're flipping aisles, you really can't go to the other extreme with that. And then cool because we totally get the purge. <laughs> I mean, right? That's actually a perfect segue if my fucking internet would work. Ah. <sighs> I love the fact that it's not my end. I know because normally it, it's because you're here, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Because true. I break shit. Yeah, because internet... I'm on the second mic already, and we just started, so it's true. It can only go downhill. So yes, that actually ties in perfectly with a nice little article that I found on Salon. So all of you can look this up. Uh, the title is "Which is Stupider: The Purge Election Year." Or the total insanity of the real world. So obviously, what a what a title grab that is. If that's not clickbait, I don't know what else is. So I scroll down, and there's a picture of the purge, all the weird purge cast members, mm. and you know the Statue of Liberty lady and the guy with the mask and like all this shit, and then Donald Trump right next because they can't put everyone in. They just put Donald Trump in. Shocking. I wonder if this will be a completely biased uh, <laughs> article at all. I'm, uh, I don't think they are allowed to do that. Right? Internet, it's journalism. They? We're not biased at all. Weird. So here, I just have to read this. I'm not going to read the rest of the article because it is a joke. Uh, whoever this was, I would also, I'm not even going to plug their name. Anyone can look up the thing. This is my third podcast in a row where I will debate this person if they want to come on the <laughs> podcast and actually talk about what's real life and movie like and what's actually worse. I think we should email them the link then. Yeah, I have no problem doing that. Sweet. Hashtag person thing. I don't know. Editor something journalism question mark journalism <laughs> yeah. are you allowed question marks on the hashtag no right out, question, right mark. out question mark 
Well, here's here's the line I just want to read because this is this is classic uh, journalism and twist of phrase. Ooh. There you go. There are two versions of an election year available at the moment: one real and one fictional. One of them is a ludicrous and idiotic narrative about race and class in America, full of unbelievable characters and implausible plot twists, anchored in the naive belief that popular revolt through through the ballot box can bring down a corrupt oligarchy. The other one is a movie. Oh. Oh. Good job, Salon. <laughs> Slow clap. Yeah. So, yes, uh, this is the kind of shit that anyone will put on the Internet. I mean, not only not only is that completely a terrible line, but it's also using such a cliche turn that it just it's sad. So I'm not going to read the rest of the article. Of course, it blows. Uh, but I'm <laughs> not going to bother wasting anyone's time with that. So the difference that Kelly and I have on this one is I did not hate this movie. Uh. I like the first one more than I liked this one. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Wow. Okay. No, I still put Anarchy at the top of the list. No, Anarchy is by far the is by far the better movie out of the three. I think my issue is that because you gave me Anarchy, you raised the bar and didn't even remotely meet it. Especially when you gave us a great idea of election year. Like, there's so many other possibilities you could have had with that, and so many more political fun jokes you could have made with somebody beating somebody to death with a ballot box like there's a lot of stuff you could have done there and then just did nothing you gave us a lot of stuff and then went nowhere with it i wouldn't say they went nowhere with it i just not satisfying not enough (laughs) that's what she said yeah it's good 30 seconds for you the rest of us are like what the fuck was that whoa whoa (laughs) 35 seconds (laughs) i just Look, it's something we talked about, I think, during the last during the last podcast, obviously, when we talked about both movies. Right. We mentioned that they have kind of pigeonholed themselves into where they have to go next. Like, I mentioned it would be great if they did a prequel. There, there are plenty of places they could go. And I even mentioned, yes, it would be great if they focus more on the craziness instead of the politics. Like, give us a few movies of the craziness and then move into the election year move into how do we change politics so that this stuff doesn't happen you know what i mean do something like that they did pigeonhole themselves in the second movie even though that's the better one to only have a certain amount of outcomes that's the way i feel anyways right but it's one of those things where like you can still make the outcome satisfying and you didn't and it's an hour and 45 minutes and i feel like there's a lot of lag time where i'm like it's either not going anywhere or you're introducing me to people that i'm not going to give a shit about that you're going to immediately kill off anyway and i'm waiting for something different to happen for me i didn't feel that way i did not think that it lagged i actually think they could have done more i think that could have been a two hour and ten minute movie i believe that absolutely true but i feel like there wasn't enough good for it to be for them to expand on it. You didn't give me, you didn't go anywhere with some of the great things that you hinted at initially. And then when you did, you're like, and okay, so technically you wrapped up that, but um, it was a throwaway. You didn't even need to have it. Like, I don't feel like, well, I guess let's, let's question that first. So what were you expecting 
when you found out about this movie, when you saw the trailer, what were you expecting the outcome to be in this movie? From the anarchy standpoint, like from the pure well, from, madness or what? Like, no, what did you expect this movie to be like? What did you think? I mean, you knew it was called election year and you saw the trailer. Right. And we knew, you know, Grillo, his name is Leo. We find out we right. know Leo's back. We know that Juliet from Lost is in it. Right. We know that there's some type of a race happening before the purge. Right. So what did you expect the outcome of the movie to be? Like what what wasn't answered for you or what wasn't added for you? I think what it is, especially with the way that the trailers are cut as well, you have a founding father say that we need to do something about that senator. So I'm expecting you have pretty much the mass government, the controlling party going to go after this person, not just send a hit squad. Like it, I want this to be, this is a born identity situation where, you know what, we're going to say that this person has a kill on them and we want to see all the different people who are going to come in and be like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And then I get 15 different ways that they're trying to kill this person as opposed to a hit squad who wasn't that original and kind of remind me of the umbrella squad like i'm like really this like your cost you'd even vary up the costumes like seriously i would say and i agree i will say two things to that though one is we talked about in the second one i think what you just said is the plot of the warriors it's exactly the plot of the warriors and that's why they couldn't necessarily go with it in the warriors there is the gang who gets fingered for something that they didn't do, the mass underground says they put a price on their head and they had to make it through New York back to their home base and make it through all the different weird gangs in there. That is exactly what Purge Election Year would have been if they had done it that way. That's that's kind of the thing I'm but thinking. But why didn't they? You didn't really answer that question. Well, because I think they did it... Well, I think they did it in the second movie already. So you're already. saying that Hollywood never copies itself? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or makes a better yes, movie I, of the exact same ants. Did you not Bugs know? Life. <laughs> like Dante's I like, Peak. I like, Inferno. Oh, Inferno. Like, I liked how those were your first two. Those <laughs> ants and Bugs Life. I didn't even know those movies existed. So, okay. Those <laughs> they are came out movies. two movies. Right. Okay. Uh, what was it? Illusionist and Prestige. Like, really? So yeah. we can't remake the exact same movie within almost a month and a half of each other for most <laughs> well, right. of these well look kelly from being on the podcast with me from the beginning did you not know that i have a very idealistic view of hollywood <laughs> i couldn't even get through it <laughs> no i just I, you know, yes and it's so sweet i know i know it, it is true i completely agree with what you're saying and that's the thing i'm going to agree with most of what you're saying but because I can explain my way out of this movie. Like, I'm not saying this is an amazing movie. I I am saying this is a good movie. I'm not saying it's great, and I'm not going to say it sucks. I think this is a good movie. I think this was a fine ending to the way they pigeonhole themselves in the second movie, which we both like. We both like True. the second movie. I can look at the positives that they went for in the third movie compared to the second because even though we made fun of the second movie and we really enjoyed it, there were still the things that we were like, ew, oh, that annoying fucking couple? Like, shut the fuck up. We don't need you here. Like, there were plenty of things that we didn't like in the second yeah, movie but, but still thought it was a good that movie. That annoying couple in the dynamic of everybody else makes it all work. Like, you have to have that one kid where you're like, oh, when are they going to kill you off? So are like, you that's always there. Are you but saying you gave them- me no characters that i gave a shit about in this oh movie. see that that's when i don't agree with you because i think they gave us plenty of characters to care about in this movie maybe i it's can be- think of one all right shoot who is it it's the um black girl who was the assassin when she was younger laney. Or however. right laney it was laney see that's the only one i cared about you know, and they gave me zero screen time of her well, right and but, no back history but you know what is very funny about that i 
did not care as much about her character because I knew she was going to be okay. I liked Marcus and Joe. I thought Marcus and Joe were... I got Joe Marcus's were... whole goddamn backstory and I could give a shit. Well, that is true. He did get a lot of... <laughs> like, but, hey, he's the only one! But they said... I thought they set that up pretty well. Like, I was fine with that. I like that you didn't have... The only annoying characters to me were people I wanted to see dead. So, to me... I was fine with it where I wanted to see some of the good guys dead in, in the first movie and the second movie. This one, I wanted all the good characters to live mm, and I no, wanted all the bad characters. Not to how die. I felt at all. Oh, see, I saw this. This is very like wrestling. This is very face heel where I had no, I was just like, boo, you're bad guys. You should die. And hey, you're good guys. Yay. Like that's how, <laughs> that's how I felt in this movie. In the second and first movie, and people know, especially if you listen to the podcast, I do not care normally when anyone dies in a movie. So on this one, I'm like, oh, I hope that they survive. Like I was fine with that. Obviously, you did not have the same. <laughs> not at all. I think I would have been upset if they'd actually killed off Leo, but they didn't give him anything cool to do, as far as I'm concerned. Ah, that's, no, that's no, crazy. Nothing that is, cool at all to do. No, that's not true. I, I don't believe nothing. that at all. Oh, okay, so you're just kind of a cool bodyguard. That's nice. Well, but that's what he almost was. I mean, look, he had a dark streak in him in Which the second movie. But he still had a dark streak in him on this one no. because, no, he still wanted to do the things that the senator did not want. Remember, he laughed in the face of the senator when she was like, I, you know, hey, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut if I see you do things when we're out here. And he's like, he's like, just be quiet. I'm protecting you. Like, I'm going to get things yeah, have to be done. That's even funnier, though. Cool. Say shit. I'm still going to do. So that doesn't even mean anything. It's a meaningless statement because nobody wants to listen to her. But it comes from the badassness. It no, comes it's the, not. Well, she's whiny because she watched her whole family die. Like, Wah. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wah. 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 Yes. And so, honestly, and it was Sophie's choice. You were the favorite anyway, and that's why you lived. Well, of co- well, once again, it's a little sexist because they chose the daughter over the brother, and they seem pretty close in age. So, well, they make up with it the founding fathers because there's only one white woman on that whole team. Good. It's the one thing they did right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're gonna hey people, we're gonna be taking shots. I mean, come on, this is a movie and spoiler alert and language warning because this is Ian hates movies and we say whatever we want and we swear and we do. He's everything just like excited because he gets to say cunt tonight. Yeah, they, the they do in the first like seven minutes. It's fucking great. See, that was a character I wanted more development from. I wanted him to be a badass and come out and like murder everybody. Well, but this- no. This is the thing. I think you can pull that off, though, in a prequel movie. Like, the the thing that they did with this was he's made so much money that they have the ability to continue them out. Not only can you work off of the ending, which we'll talk about way further down the line, but you can also do plenty of prequels. And you could do, I'm trying to think because I know this has been done before and I'm trying to think of when. It's probably more TV shows than anything. But you can do a side, separate view kind of... You could do anarchy again, but in the viewpoint of someone different. Like, you could do... Oh, no, You see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you can do well, that. They, they do that with all video games. Like, it's right. the same kind of a spiel. And it's kind of the thing I was thinking of, too, a while back. And I didn't mention on the podcast, and I, I wish I had originally. This would be a great Netflix series. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, like, that. This that's really so cool. This much better than Walking Dead. Oh, well, no shit. Like, sorry to all you Walking Dead fans. I can't believe anyone's still a fan of that show. The same thing over and over again. Uh, But 
for yeah for a Netflix series where they don't have to worry about restrictions on like violence and and swearing and whatnot, you could split this up where you could follow a group from different cities during the purge you could follow bad guy groups oh, like murder tourism oh yeah and the murder tourism thing and i was talking to kelly about this uh earlier that is the one thing that such I was, a letdown yeah, well no, no i was, I was do, expecting I, like you know like the star tours where you go and you see all like the celebrities houses like i was waiting for one of those tacky right. buses to drive up and they hand well, them all bazookas and they get to walk around and shoot people and they get back on the next bus stop and go to the next area maybe when they do maybe when they do the purge la <laughs> they'll do awesome. that. Yeah, they'll do something Duck like boat that. boat tours. Come on, there's so many options here. Well, remember, this was DC. So this one, this they one, still last have one. That crap. Every single water-based city has fucking. Duck ah, boats. that's true. Yeah, even Philly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so they have uh, the second one was in LA. This one takes place in DC. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's election year. So they call it. It's DC. Time. Yeah, but then it's a throwaway title. Like, so, okay, cool. So you had it in D.C. There's so much more you could do with that. They touched on the Lincoln Monument, which was kind of awesome. I thought that was badass. Right. But they didn't touch on anything, like, nothing else. I, I, I'm thinking you're... It's funny because I know people... Especially new people. First of all, once again, welcome to the show. <laughs> you know how passionate we are about all the stuff we're talking about. So we just kind of dove right in. But thank you to everyone who listens to the show. Thank you to the new people. If this is your first time listening. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's one way to put it. But then also, I think people get turned off by the name sometimes. The name Ian Hates. It's a brand. And it's not always we have been recently talking about bad, bad movies. movies, but also but in a fun way, in a fun way. And that's the whole point is we try to make fun of these movies and use their natural comedy as well. You know, however, they put it out there mistaken for us. Mistaken comedy. Yeah. Yes. A lot of times it is mistaken comedy. But we use that because obviously we're not just going to be like, wow, I hope all these people in real life die because this movie sucks. Like that's not. That's <laughs> no, you guys are taking it a little bit. I'm sorry. It's a Hate it's a is brand. an extreme uh, word choice, yeah. but it's an opinion. This is an and like most people, which they I guess apparently a lot of people don't understand that if you're reviewing something, it is your opinion. Yeah, that's what a review is. Yeah, if we just went ahead and said this movie is a is a thriller horror movie and it runs for this amount of time and it's rated R for strong language and bloody vibe. Welcome to Movie Phone. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, call. Yeah, go back and watch your old Seinfeld episodes and watch them call (laughs) Movie Phone. I just, it's it's something different. Like that's that's why you listen to podcasts. I would think is to hear differing people's opinions and then also some of the same, so you can agree and laugh along. Because right now, if you went to see the movie and you're like Kelly, you're like, yeah, Kelly's bringing up all of the points, and boo, Ian, he's yeah, he's trying to justify this. Yeah, and other people are going like, oh, Ian normally hates everything. What is this all about? Well, I don't, because no. we also talked about that, too. There are plenty of movies, if you look through the back catalog of Ian Hates movies. the only movies, movie you actually hated was Batman Superman. And Independence Day regurgitation. Uh, yeah, but Batman was way stronger. Batman was way stronger because it wasted more of my life. That's true. Yeah, that. But I will, I will tell you the movie that we do next week, which we will, we will tell everyone. I'm so excited. So excited. Ow! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the movie we do next week, I would rather watch Independence Day regurgitation. And, and, and you are a fan of the book. Yeah. Jeez, don't even. Uh, well, we will talk at the oh, end. You we'll, sell out Stephen King. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> You're not allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say that kind of thing. You are not Fine. allowed to say it. Oh, yeah. Like, I never stopped 
you from saying that. But all right, well, we need to get to that later. But what I wanted to say was it is funny because sometimes I get people who write feedback to me. So, hey, shout out to people that write feedback to me. But I'll get something that someone will say like, oh, Ian, you just hate all movies. So what does it matter? And I'm like, cool. So you haven't even listened to 30 seconds into any podcast right. then. Exactly. So that's it's on a, you. It's Way all, to judge a book by its cover, guys. Well, to be honest, and I forget whose joke it is, but that is why books have covers is to judge them. <laughs> I forget. I don't want to steal. It's some comedian's joke, and I've always liked that because for your whole life, True. you're told never judge a book by its cover. Then why aren't they all blank? Exactly. And I forget whose that is, but props to whoever did that. I'm sure you could YouTube it. Feel free to tweet yeah. us. But the whole hate thing is a brand. Look, Doug Loves Movies is a podcast already where Doug Benson, a comedian, has his very popular comedian friends, and they play movie games. He's allowed to do that. That's his That's his Doug Loves. Hate is a brand for me because I've been told this for a long time that I'm very opinionated. But as I have talked with Kelly for business cards and for website names and whatever kind of thing you're doing, to call this show, Ian rarely enjoys watching mainstream movies and such. That's a long fucking title no, for a podcast. It's just Ian and it's just like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> It's just meh. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> it just makes You're going to have to copyright that. It's just, uh, I tune into meh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ian is mild, mildly annoyed by entertainment, but really enjoys other entertainment. It doesn't work. Yeah, but it, gets, it has to come out with some amazing acronym like, fuck it. Like <laughs> yeah, we have to, yeah. Believe me, we will have shirts made with these weird titles for the show. Oh no no yeah, and clickbait will be a shirt. I'm very excited about this. Oh yeah, there's no no doubt about this. This this will all come up later. But I just wanted to explain to people who might be listening for the first time. Like I'm very glad you are, but just be prepared. This is what the show is. It's joking around about <laughs> movies, and a lot of them I actually like, but. It's the same thing as saying, how do you go ahead and do like Kelly and I both like the movie, for example, Saving Private Ryan. How do you do that movie on a podcast like this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't hate that movie, but you don't. I don't know. What do you do with it? Short of actually having the actors and asking them. But it's not that it turns into an interview. So I don't yeah. even know really. Right. What do you uh, what do you it's, do? It's a war movie and it's kind of graphic. It's Steven very Spielberg. Good, very good acting and music's okay and um yeah. Yeah. A nice little ending where some people die and you know whatever. Like that's <laughs> that there you go. There's your Saving Private Ryan podcast. Pretty much. Like what what are you guys expecting? Like this is a fun time where we make fun of bad movies, but right. then when there are good movies, we also joke around. It's the same so Kelly is going to be traveling a lot at the end of this month and i'm gonna have my buddy tristan on and maybe another guest uh host as well where we're gonna do and we've talked about this for a while but we're looking forward to it we're gonna do mighty ducks 2 and we're gonna do sandlot and i'm probably gonna throw in sandlot 2 and 3 in there as well just (laughs) for fun touch base yeah just for fun but those are classic funny movies because they shouldn't be as good as they are right like come on in the mighty ducks 2 they leave during the championship game against Iceland and decide to put on the old Mighty Ducks uniforms. That's not legal. Like, <laughs> that's funny to talk about. And it was a little heartwarming scene. You were like, oh, we love the Ducks. And everyone's doing quack, quack. So believe me, this this Most is what... Threatening this threatening sound you could possibly... Quack, quack, quack. Knuckle puck. 
All right, fine. I can't do this now. <laughs> uh, you guys wait for wait for the show. It's going to be fun. Uh, but I just wanted to mention that. So once again, like us, like us, we do this thirty minutes into the show and not at the beginning of yeah, the show. No, we never. But yeah, so let's go all the way back. That was pretty good, right? Cute. It could be a Foley artist. I, I see it. Now I'm sweating. We can't have the air conditioner on in the studio. Because <laughs> obviously you would hear that in the background And the he whole refused time. to sit in a t-shirt, so he's got to have all his winter wear on. Yep. That's what I do. <laughs> yep. Oh, I miss Texas so much. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> so now let's go back all the way to murder what we were talking tourism. about. Yeah. Murder tourism. I thought, and what I was going to say was I was going to, and that's why I kind of circled into what we were talking about is i wanted to bring up the positive because i thought that was a really good idea that i was mad that i didn't think of and that they went nowhere with but it was one city so they could do more with bullshit i don't care that it's one city (laughs) you gave a great concept which was kind of awesome and then gave us nothing for it It it's one of those so actually we had like a whole like three scenes and we cut them out like if this is something that will be covered on the dvd i'd like to know because then i'll make me you know if if there's a director's cut where they'll actually add all the good shit back into the movie i'll probably rewatch it again what is possible and and let's explain to the people who either just you know said hey i'm never gonna see this movie so let's listen to podcasts or people that did whatever they they know we're gonna talk about it so the murder tourism what they made a point and they never mentioned this in the first two movies whatsoever it turns out that it's big buck tourism like huge industry for people coming over from other countries for the purge so they're holidaying in the united states to kill people awesome like that's that is such a great idea right. because not only not only does it show that America isn't the main crazy place, it also it spreads that this isn't just located because we're Americans. It's actually human nature that, that people want to do that. Absolutely. So I completely agree with you. It would have been pretty cool to see like the way tourism groups go around the United States where everyone's buses. speaking one language. Yes, yeah, like that would flag. be that would be very cool. But I don't think that they had time to do it in no. this in this one. That's that's the problem. Is if they had done it further, and I think they will, if they continue either with a prequel or something else, I think they can do more of that. Hopefully, and I, I don't know. I also feel like the way that they kind of wrap that up. If they gave me another like I don't know minute and a half to two minutes of that, and I, like just a little bit more as opposed to just the initial like mob scene i guess is the best way to describe it then well what i did what i did kind of like about that well so what happens is obviously well i mean should we even wait to should we get to it later then and do it okay we just wanted to bring up that it was a good idea right that's and we'll actually get to the actual scenes with them but i i do like hearing kelly like lambast this movie because (laughs) you can't tell me do you do you not agree with the rotten tomatoes do you think it should be lower I'd give it a forty-five. Yeah, no, I'd absolutely give it a forty-five. I would have put it. I would have put it the sixty-two. I would have had because remember, I said that the purge anarchy should have been in the seventies for what it was. I would have put that, it. No, anarchy definitely should have been a higher rating. Yeah. I completely agree with. So that. I would have put this one a little bit higher. I'm not saying this one is better. It's not better than anarchy, but there were parts in anarchy that I didn't like that I think they corrected in this movie. And unlike Kelly, I was not bored or I didn't think that they languished because I knew they were getting to where they needed to go, which I think they did. I personally, and I liked Juliet from Lost. I thought she did a fine job as being the, you know, hey. I'm going to change everything. I went through this horrible time and now I'm going to make this country great again. <laughs> Ooh, election Barbie doll. Woo! 
Well, she's, I mean, she's attractive, but not, I mean, she's, she looks presidential. She could be presidential. The fact that she hasn't grown out of those glasses in, what, 14 years is just awesome. How very hipster of you. Wow. <laughs> See, what's <laughs> Fully work. kind of waiting for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, okay. So, Kelly Kelly was not a fan of Juliet, but I thought she was good. So, this is Senator Roan. Whatever. Right. Uh, so, she's running for president. That's the whole... The movie actually starts off differently than the first two because it starts on a flashback. So it starts right. showing this crazy psychopath with this weird goofy mask on and it's sitting in a lounge chair and there's, what is it, 70s music on first? Yeah. Do you have the songs written down by any chance? No, I completely. I know, yeah, I know. we got the funk. Gotta have that right. funk. That's the second. That's the song that people <laughs> die to. That's the final. Yeah, that's the final cut, uh, if, you, if you will. <laughs> but basically the guy has... Her whole family tied up, and she's a teenager. Apparently, he's already been torturing them because they're yeah. pretty beat up. Yeah, they're pretty beat up. And basically, he's saying, "Hey, this is my purge and remix." Mo- yeah, and mom, you get to make the choice of who survives out of everyone. Out of everyone. So obviously, she is the one who survives. Now, I will tell you this: that is a straightforward story. There is nothing more to that story. That's just the way that she never brings up that they caught him or anything like that. It's just that is what happens. I personally would have liked a twist to that story. I would have liked if later on it was actually her who had to do the killings. Like so the mom chose her to survive, but now she had to be the one to actually kill her parents. Or I would have liked that the guy comes back for her once he realizes that she's a very famous person who wants to take the purge away from everyone. See, but now you're describing a 70% movie and that's not what this is. Oh, well, yeah, because I thought of it. (laughs) I mean, obviously. Also, if you take the time to specifically point out two very distinctive, well-recognized songs, you need to bring that up. That should come back either a way that she yes. gets caught and is tortured or it's a way, you yeah. know, if some it at, triggers some sort of like PTSD and she flips out and kills someone like I, right. I want it to be that kind of like Manchurian candidate well, why, kind of a deal. That's why you would have needed that guy because she's not going to tell that story to other people. She's no. not going to say, oh, the song that he murdered my family to was got to have that funk. Like she's not going to say that. Well, it's so, just embarrassing anyway. <laughs> Trey, at, least it, at least it wasn't like fucking Nickelback or something like it's. <laughs> oh, but then everyone wants to die. Oh, wow! I'm really doing well with the with the work here. Uh, so so <laughs> that would only worked if he would have come back. I think so. It would have been funny if that was, but there was really no other music throughout the movie. Just the the, the natural soundtrack that they made for right. it. But there weren't any other songs. So that I want to say no, no. There's some hideous teeny bopper song that played when those bitches. Oh, out of the car. you're right. Hey, wait. Do you remember? I remember what it no. was. We talked about this on the last podcast on Independence Day. Uh, res- I want to say regurgitation, regurgitation, but it's resurgence. Yes, remember who was the who was the pop star that we talked about during that movie? Was this really a Bieber song? No, it was Miley Cyrus "Party in the <laughs> <Okay>. USA." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yep, they will. We'll get to that as well. We will certainly get to that. Uh, so that's that's the way the movie starts. Is that's your setup, and then it goes and it flashes forward to two days before the purge. So the purge happens every year on March twenty first, right? Yes. Yeah. So it happens. So they start two two days before that. They talk about how the senator is doing very well, and the senator obviously is running on a platform of no more purge. This is repel. fucked up. Yeah. Right. This is fucked up. 
the country has a soul. The soul should not be corrupted. This this night corrupts everyone. We just shouldn't have it. And basically, like it was in the second one, they are continuing with this is a class warfare. This isn't everyone. But it look, the way they set it up, it is true. It is class warfare yeah, in the way they set it up. You don't have to remind me every 15 to 20 minutes in the movie. I agree. I do agree with that. They do beat you over the head with it to be like, hey, it's almost like they're saying, hey, American audiences, you aren't smart enough to understand Clearly. what we're doing. So we're just going to continue. And we're going to paint you such an amazing coloring book in which it's only two colors and they hate each other. Marcus was, he Mexico. was from Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was from Mexico. Yep. <laughs> so anyways, anyways, <laughs> so they, yes, they beat you over the head that this is class warfare Ugh. and who wouldn't yeah, but think it's gotten progressively worse to the point where you're like okay so you're pretty much saying that only white people have money and that's bullshit yes absolutely that is kind of the direction they go to but kind I, of the well direction no because i think to? i think a few of the people that you really want to die that everyone wants to be killed they are <laughs> they are rich uh, okay cool but then that should be the reason why why is it because everybody has to be white? Like, why can't the... I'm sorry. Wealthy people of other nations, of other races, would still do this too. Only white people are evil. It's kind of crap. They're still setting it up the way they see America now. Like, this takes place in 2025, and the second one took place in 2023. But if you notice, they haven't changed anything. There's no extra technology. There's no, no anything else. No, but if else. you go from the first movie purge in which there is a wealthy minority family that comes in during that movie and then if you watch the auction there are minorities in that auction room all of a sudden you cover all the founding fathers you cover anytime they actually talk about anybody slightly wealthy and suddenly it's all just white people yes they have definitely skewed the movie in a certain way yes. but that's why i was saying that the the girls, the group of girls that everyone hates are minorities. People are not going to pick up on that. Really? No. See, I thought that was their balance. My act. mind didn't even remotely oh, go see, there. See, in mine, I, I was like, oh, that's the balance that they're showing. Because nope. they were they were rich minorities that went to a, a school in D.C. that made you wear private, you know, like private universities. Uniform. Uni uniforms. Why couldn't I say that? Uniforms. <laughs> And, you know, she kills her parents. She kills, but like, they want though. a fucking candy bar. Like, they don't want to pay for it. They just want the candy bar, and they say it. That was the only thing that really annoyed me about it, was they continued to say, I'm going to get my candy bar millions of times. And that's it. Horrible dialogue. Yes, I wasn't a fan of... Of any of their dialogue. Like, no. I understand you're trying to paint them as evil, and I get that. You're not doing a good job, though. But they... See, I thought they did because they're painting them as the selfish pieces of garbage youth of america today very very selfish not thinking of anyone else like this girl killed her parents without a second thought just because now now how is she going to continue to be wealthy if she killed her parents like unless there's a you know see my mind still didn't go to wealthy they oh pulled up in what can't what look like fucking priuses if they had pulled up and either each had decked out their porsches Okay, my mind would have went there. And them just being in uniforms does not necessarily mean wealth. But you know what? Because they could have been, what was it, charter schools. They could be bust in someplace. That's possible. But what told me wealth was, one was uniforms. Two were, first of all, Priuses are not, not expensive. 
Uh, they're like they were sixteen. But my so they mind doesn't go to. New, oh, clearly you've made it. You've bought a new Prius. What about their weaponry? You're telling me that their weaponry wasn't expensive. My mind. They had go there. they had gold plated AKs and they had those industrial choppers to go ahead and get through barricades and shit. Every single one of them had expensive, expensive weaponry. And you know, especially in purge times, that weapons would be way more expensive than they normally are in our real lifetime. I still feel that they didn't beat it over your head to the point that they did when it was clearly a sea of white people executing people because it's their holy night. Like, honestly, I would have picked up on it more if she'd been in her preppy outfit, turned around and she had a Louis Vuitton backpack. You know, like. Oh, sure. Well, maybe she did, and I just didn't notice it. No, nah, see, I would have picked up on that stuff. See, I would have picked up on it because of leap year. And I guess. why are they also in the ghetto to buy and to steal a candy bar? Why? Why would they? Well, because he wasn't. That, see, a, a, that's the, the thing, though. I didn't think he was in a ghetto because if you look how close they were to the national monument, they were like three blocks away. I was expecting them to be more in Georgetown, as we were. You'd see these the, the, the diplomatic immunity kids and all that bullshit, but they didn't really play that off well. Oh, see, okay, well that's fine. That's fine in a way. Now, so I'm looking at it as they were trying. The writer and the director and whatnot were trying to balance out things like that by adding in this minority group who wanted to kill people and steal and do all that so that way you had everybody wanting to kill people that's the way i saw it there's a balance where every group wants to kill people see until you pointed out that you thought these were wealthy kids my mind didn't even remotely go there i'm very smart it's just something that happens (laughs) it's not as blatant i thought it was very blatant Mm. okay see that's that's the difference that's that's a difference there well, look, I don't know how to do casting. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make this right. It was I written just, that way. That's the problem. Sure, but it's once again, see that's the kind of stuff that never bothers me is I just don't care what you're trying to portray in this movie. Like if that's the way you think about real life, then you have a problem anyways because the purge doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like you're writing a fictional movie anyways, so you can portray people however you want to. I happen to think that there was a balance in what they were doing. And I'm, I'm right. I'm thinking of it from every I'm trying to think of it from lots of different perspectives. So the, that's but that's politics. And we're not that show to go into all that. But everyone is seeing the movie as a different way. Right. Yeah. Which is basic. Movies are subjective. Right. True, but I feel like you have given in because since you are a white male, that you feel like I can't be offended by this because this is true. This is how we all really. But I'm are. not offended by anything. No, I know. So that's so that's <laughs> that's what makes it different for me. Is yeah, I'm not offended by anything. So no, I don't think anything in this movie is real life. That's why I'm not the salon writer where i say that this presidential election that we're going through right here yeah is worse than what's happening (laughs) in the purge that's that's fucking insane to me like that's that's ridiculous it's just clickbait it's stupid this person's unintelligent it's all fodder yeah they they can't be educated unless it's a troll piece i don't know salon that well so maybe it's just a troll piece i don't know but that's that's all i'm saying so i completely agree we have we talk about this stuff on the show for this podcast because that is something they bring up in the movie it is the disenfranchised poor going against the class wealth whatever and the classes do seem to be rich white people on the top running everything you know everyone else trying to to get back to where they should be that's that's the way it seems to be anyways from right, the movie's this is the way they written it and it's also because uh, 
that's fine. Not yeah, remotely based thriller, in reality. Uh, right. And that's that's and a that's scary thing. With the stupidity. Right. If people think that this is reality, that's that's a scary notion. Right. But I know people have different perspectives on where they are in life and what they're looking at. So I do try and look at all those different things when I'm doing this. Like, I'm not going to get upset and I'm not going to. I'm more upset at Batman and Superman. It's once again, I mean, I'm sorry, should... You know, should they have asked those girls what their mother's name was before they started firing? Like, I just that stuff is offensive to me. The how bad Independence Day regurgitation was is offensive to me. Right. This whatever right. they think the way life is, I I can't. I, and the funny thing is, and I will give the writer credit on this. So he went extreme with like evil white people, but then he made probably one of the most racially based black characters who you made completely unintelligent and gave him no good lines and went pretty much straight on. And then we say this, and then we say this, because that's how I am. And da, 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 da. like there was, why did you write him that way? Wait, you didn't like Joe? Sassy black man? Really? You, you why like did Joe? you do that? So- no, I hated Joe. And what? I'm like, Really? And so you couldn't even make him intelligent and black to do something. You had to make him this stereotypical character. Why? I didn't think so. Like, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I, I honestly don't. Um, like, he was annoying to the point of, oh, like, I like o- Joe. overly annoying. Oh, see, I liked him because he I was... I want to see more from the Pussies and Waffle Guy. Yeah, that was a great he, line. You know, he like I feel like he's one of those like silent people that don't say anything and then gets up and kills everyone in the room and then sits back down and goes back to reading his paper. I thought that's we what were, I wanted. I thought we were gonna see something like that. Right? That's I, I did. I did think we were gonna see something like that. I just wanna bring up I Like wanted, I want him to come out and blow everyone away and be like, Now I can go back to my waffles. Like that's what I was waiting for. Good night, blue cheese. Thank you. <laughs> that's Joe that's one of Joe's lines. Look, I thought the idea of Joe owning the convenience store for years and years and years, giving Marcus, who came over from Mexico, hired him seven years ago, and Marcus is still working for him. And this is the neighborhood convenience store that Lainey grew up going to since she was a kid. Like, I thought that was I thought that was really well done. Oh, that's great. Why and then, was he not? Why couldn't you have made him educated? Why couldn't you? Have, of course, the dialogue in this movie sucked anyway. So I think I'm, I'm asking too much. Well, I don't know where the non-educated part comes from. I don't remember a specific quote that could have been used. The way they refer to each other that, you know, it's perfectly fine if they do it. But if somebody else does it, oh, my God, that's but our they, word. But they only did that once and they never used that exact word. Okay, so a hybrid word is better? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what we've been taught. No, here's a, here's a deal. And this is why I don't see this is why I don't see it your way is that in the movie. And this is something I had a problem with. It wasn't offensive. But so the one thing that I definitely was annoyed by because it didn't make any sense in the movie to me was when the NFFA at the beginning. So this happens. We haven't even gone into. Oh, the whole we're thing. not even talking about the movie at yet. the very beginning of the movie when they decide, hey, we have to do something about that senator. You know, that's in the trailer. <laughs> He's got the southern draw and stuff. He's, you know, we got to do something about that senator cunt. Like <laughs> it's right, it's right True. there. Yep. Yeah. So. He says he says that so you know they're going to do something to try and kill the senator so that way the minister can can win. That's that's the whole point of all of this. So right. That, so that's it's fine. The whole plot of the movie. Yeah. Now, in order to do that, it would have been nice if they just Now, I still think they couldn't do this because they couldn't put out a message 
to the United States of America and say, we don't like this person who doesn't want to no, do no, the no, purge. No, no, That's not what I want. I but, want, I mean, I feel like they'd have enough because they've been doing this for years now. Uh, 25, I believe, is what the number we came up with. Yeah, so by the way, that's that's a big thing. And I... I, I mouthed it to myself in the in the theater because obviously like, i don't talk math, yeah i math did not wait so from what from what kelly and i know and from what i'm pretty sure the internet knows as well anarchy took place in the year in the movie 2023 all right right they said in this movie that it's two years after that so 2025 all right, right. easy math there now 18 years in the past is when senator roan was you know her family was murdered and everything that's that's when that happened but they said in the second and first movie i think that the purge at the time of 2023 that that was the sixth annual purge well, see, okay so there might be your out right there it might have not like th- this is the sixth annual it might have been a biannual thing like it could it could have been something but, but even then you to go back that far would be like 2000 something and they were not in power. Sixteen election year. <gasps> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But no, it would have to be because it's eighteen. It's no, yeah, yeah no. whatever. Doesn't we don't have to. Right. We don't have the to do the math. Didn't, yeah. You do the math, you nerds. You know. Now nah, everyone's a nerd now, anyways. I mean, come on. That's just the way it is. So what I what I was going for there was in order to kill the senator, they go ahead and they lift. The rule saying that you can't kill, you know, higher up elected officials. So they do that, Level which is 10 or whatever yeah. the hell it is. So I'm fine with that. But the people they send after her are white power mercenaries to the uh, point. The Umbrella Corps. Yeah. To the point that they actually say on some of the backs of their of their jackets, white, white power. power. In case you didn't get that from the face tattoos. Yeah. Face tattoos, head tattoos, Nazi symbols every single thing you could possibly throw to be like these are bad guys clearly they're bad white suits yeah and that's what it should have been that's the only thing is right. they were in black they suits go full, yeah. full on. but that that was the only thing that got me was why are you going so far out of your way to do this because are you trying to show like in a weird way you're trying to show that white supremacists are also terrible people because they also kill white people like is that like <laughs> i was like, trying to look like, into deeper meaning exactly like how, uh, because here's the deal joe has the you find out later on that joe used to be before he you know settled down got the business has been working hard at the business for years legit business he used to be a member of the crips so he knew the signals he knew the whistle which i didn't know i didn't know there was a whistle uh but yeah so he knows the whistle and at that point i'm like oh okay they're gonna go straight out warfare race war like that's that's the point of this movie okay i see why they're doing all this that's that's makes sense storyline wise it makes sense but then that never, never happened anywhere there was never none of the white supremacists ever said any words they did not do any of that no white supremacists all of a sudden shouted out words that we're not going to say on this podcast right. none of that happened there was nothing about that whatsoever no. so it didn't make any sense at all why yeah yeah why, why was it particular so that's where kelly's talking about because it's with... a pure kill i don't get it okay so if it's if it's if it's white people who think that they're pure because they're white supremacists killing another white person it's a pure on pure kill versus just wow cleaning up the i don't i did not know try. any of that okay 
I mean, oh wait, was that not something that you were just trying to put it together that way, or you know this? Whichever way works. Okay, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, so that's so that's where we're coming from. I mean, it's hard to talk about this movie without bringing this stuff up because that's what they're definitely, about. yeah, that's what they're definitely making statements about. But I saw it as it was still skewed in a certain way. But because I knew they were doing a class warfare type thing. I knew it was just going to get worse in this movie. True. Yeah, there was no way around it. They were, no, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. Right. You know, because you could also make fun of. You could say, "Oh, well, why wasn't it a minority person running for president? Why wasn't a minority person running for president who wanted to say no more purge? Instead, you know, Juliet from Lost saving everyone again. So where were they going? Where was their message?" You know, their message is skewed in a lot of different ways. And that's why I just didn't even bother with most of it. I was like, I know what they're going for here, but they didn't do it. And they pulled their punches in way too many places. So why should I bother with this being the storyline that I'm going to focus on? True. I think if you could have at least detracted from the overwhelming, like, white people are bad. That they, I mean, they obviously hammered it in in the second movie, but they gave me enough action and, and, and enough horror moviness to make me be like, eh, okay, so whatever. They didn't do that here, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I feel like there were so many letdown scenes where they could have had some sort of fun, dark comedy violence that they just didn't do. Well, they did. I, I mean, they did the whole the car that had the live and dead people strapped to it. Oh, no, that was awesome. I did like yeah, that. Yeah, that was fun. that was pretty cool. Oh, that and it's and it's a good throwback to bring out your dead. That was which is a whole Washington D.C. thing. Yeah, that was that was really good when the body cart comes by and they're like, "We're collecting your dead. Like, bring it out. We want to keep D.C. <laughs> clean. Like, D.C. clean. That's fucking great. Yes. Like there are there are good parts of this, and that's why you know. So basically, what happens is everyone now knows. That they're going after the senator. Once they take off that restriction, people know assume that the NFFA. The yeah, they assume right. it. Yeah. So now Frank Grillo, who I'm going to call Leo from now on right. because you find out his name. Leo is her head of security. She will not go to a fortress for this night because she says the people that look up to me, the poor and the refuge, they they will see me as one of them right. if I go and hide. So she's like, just make my house secure. And obviously, it's an unsecure house anyways, but she says, make my house secure. So obviously, Leo's like, fuck, I don't think this is a good idea, but here's what I'm going to do. And he just goes way overboard, probably not even overboard enough with the security. Right. Because it turns out that the people that he trusted, two of the guys at least, two of the head guys, betray in him. In her cabinet. In her cabinet, yep. Betray him and her and allow these white power people from the NFFA to come in and try and assassinate. Now, Leo is good enough, though, to... Not trust anyone. Not trust anyone, basically. He even has a little trap door built into her room, which she didn't know and no one knew about. Right. Which gets her out of there. They escape. And he gets shot in the shoulder. He is shot in the shoulder by one of the sniper guys or whatever. And it turns out that that bullet's a tracking bullet, too, which I liked. It didn't need to blink. No, you're right. It didn't need to blink. But, like, but it didn't blink inside oh, him. Well, it you didn't don't blink. know. No, no, no. I mean, like, it wasn't <laughs> like it was lighting up. Yeah. Which would have been. <laughs> right. I'm going to say that. And look, come on. When when he stumbles upon Marcus and Marcus is like, that needs stitches. It's like, yeah, no shit. But, that, but also, he says that basically, too. Leo says, 
yeah, patch me up right now. Like he lets that go because you can assume that these people haven't really dealt with this kind of thing before, even though he, Marcus, was supposed to probably be in, he survived in Mexico in Juarez to make it to the United States. So it's kind of assumed, especially because he can shoot, that he's done a lot of things to survive. Right. But he actually has street warfare training. But in the purge, yeah, it's it's one year in the right, United right. States. So, yeah, so that's kind of the way things go for a while. Now, I, unlike you, I didn't, I did not have a problem with Joe. Maybe it's because I also know his character from Justified, and he was such a fucking badass country guy in Justified that I was just like portraying his character on Joe. But the idea was good, where he's this hardworking guy who had a past life that he's not proud of. He makes it to have his convenience store, which means everything to him. And the day before the purge, they up his insurance, his purge insurance, insurance, which is a great, great concept, which we didn't talk about before. But you have to assume that the insurance companies are getting their fucking dick sucked on this for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it because they're already in every part of society now. Now, I'm not arguing with you that Joe is a overall bad character. I feel like they didn't do the character justice by giving him shit dialogue. They pigeonholed him by giving him shit dialogue. I think they pigeonholed most people in this movie. Except I, for the black assassin. I can never think of her name. Laney. Laney. Except for Laney. Laney was something Laney was fantastic. Mo- Muertes or something. I don't know. She had a weird nickname. Right. But they didn't give her a backstory. Like, it was great. When she shows up, so basically Laney has decided she had a past before as well. Right. But the, and they don't go into it. Apparently, she was a huge badass that is well known for being a badass. Yeah. But for the last however many years, she runs an underground triage where she and her friend, another nurse, I'm assuming, go around in this armored emergency vehicle and they help people on the night of the purge. Right. And then they also have the anti-NFFA who have set up an underground triage unit as well. where yeah where right. they help yeah, and yeah. the the assumption is that this is happening in other places around the country right, right. as well and it's kind of an unwritten rule that you don't attack triage the triage and it's yeah. interesting because i do like the fact that they did touch on some where she goes and rescues apparently a couple and it, it makes a very interesting fact that not everybody everybody thinks that if they go out and purge they'll feel better and it's not it's yeah. not a band-aid like that it doesn't work that way it was it was a rich white couple awesome who had come out of something i don't know why they were out on the street but but apparently she shot him because she face. got tired. Yeah, she got tired of looking, looking at his face. face. And Lainey asked her, she's like, well, so do you feel better? And she's like, like no, no, it didn't work at all. No, it didn't and work. Now I, I feel bad. Right. Which is a good thing to show. Absolutely. And it would have been nice if they also showed that with other people too, probably. Right. That purging only works with psychopaths. Right. Doesn't, people who don't actually have real feelings, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, I feel better. It doesn't work with a normal person, quote unquote normal person, right. that you see walking along the street. That person, if they are normal, if they are every day, they're not going to go out on purge night. That's that's the point. But they have seen an increase in purges because you have these psychopaths from Europe coming over to <laughs> like from Europe and all over. I think they were Russian. It was some oh, of no, yeah. from that all was, over. Those were Eastern Europeans. Yeah, oh, there yeah. were a, a lot. But that's the thing. So I was kind of the way I saw the film is yes, it was skewed in one way for sure, but there was enough balance of a lot of different things to say like everyone can be a psychopath. And that's one of the points of the movie. Okay. 
I don't know. I tried to I tried to look for the better in this because I didn't think it was a bad movie. And I didn't and you're right. The dialogue wasn't amazing. I mean, come on. The best quote we have here was, you know, I don't think about anything <laughs> except for waffles and pussy. Like, but that's just it though. And you've est- like, okay, that's cool. You've established that's a great line. You couldn't have come up with more fun inventive lines that way. Well, I would have liked I would have liked a lot of stuff. I that's why I think this movie could have been longer and I would have been okay with it. Like I would have liked, and we talked about this, Dante, who is the bloody stranger, who if you listen to the other podcast, you know, from the first movie and, and the, the second, second movie. movie. In the second movie, technically, Dante and the other leader, who they only mention that he is killed in this movie. Right, yeah, yeah. They don't go into more. I wish right. they would have. Right. But they only mention that now Dante's in control of the anti-NFFSA. Yeah. He rescues Leo. He rescues Leo and a bunch of other people at the end of that movie. Leo is so smart, and that's what you're supposed to take away from a long time of him. He is very smart. He is the guy you always want with you. There is no way that Leo does not recognize who Dante is. And I would be very surprised if Dante didn't know who Leo was, especially because Dante and his group are following the election. So they see him on TV all the time. You would think Dante would have hit his buddy at some point and been like, hey, I rescued that guy before. They have ne- they never talk in this movie. No. Only to tell them what each other are doing, but they never even mention something. And I can understand Leo's personality is not to do that necessarily, but Dante's personality could have been at any point, hey, I just saved your ass again. And Leo could have been like, well, fuck you. I'm right. saving your ass now. Like whatever badass right. thing, you know, whatever he wants to say. But that never happens. No. Whatsoever. So that is weird. They do not go into the dialogue as much as they should. That's for sure. I completely agree with that. But I didn't jump on it as this makes this a bad movie because it was smart enough in other ways that I thought the movie, and because I wasn't bored out of my mind, because you know, I mean, come on, we do mention what Ian hates really means, but there are movies that I hate. We talked about Batman vs. Superman. I thought that insulted people's intelligence. Like, I thought that movie was blatantly just thrown together to get money. This movie, I think, was trying to at least make a point, and I don't think they did too many things poorly. It was just their sight that they went with. They could have made it better. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. But I think as an overall movie, this wasn't a bad end to this trilogy. It just would have been nice to end on a high note. Well, I think it kind of did. Oh, I'm talking about the actual movie. So I'm talking about the actual movie, not the trilogy, whatever. So in the movie, you have, once again, you have a whole bunch of groups kind of getting together. So Joe's insurance rate has gone up so much that there's no way he can afford it because you have to, of course, pay the day before the purge. You can't pay afterwards. You can't. Yeah. Right. Fucking insurance companies. That's that's the way they are. But I mean, that's kind of true, though. It can't be like, so technically we just had a hurricane. They, can I buy that now? But that's they also sh- they also shouldn't be able to raise your rates. No, no, no. A day before that's total bullshit. You know, yeah. that does suck. Yeah. Because then that is because the then whole, you are raping those people pretty much. Yeah. And the whole point of the movie that they're putting across is the risk. Rich fucking the poor. Right. And that's, and everything they've done is a way the rich fuck the poor. Right. So it's obviously overstated in many ways, but this makes sense to the storyline. So they do that. Joe decides, hey, the store means everything to me. I have to protect it. And everyone's trying to talk him out of it. You know, Lainey's even going out and doing the triage, but she's just like, Joe, stay home, be safe. Like, it doesn't matter. We'll rebuild, blah, blah, blah. Marcus is the same way. Joe is like, nope, have to do this. 
gets his weaponry. Marcus shows up to help him as well, which I enjoy. I, you know, I like that. I didn't want, I didn't want the turn on each other. Like I like, no, and I expected all that too. Cause they set it up that way. Right. And then the girls come out. Now we didn't mention the ridiculousness of these girls who tried to steal candy from his store before. Uh, but they are, like I said, I think that they were rich. I think that they were pl- privileged girls. They have a group of friends with them and they drive these Priuses Covered in white Christmas yep, lights. Yep, covered in white. Because that so, doesn't make a giant target to anyone else purging, by the way. Which is, once again, why I think why I think this movie was also taking a shot with them at the youth of America as well. These people are not... basically saying you're not smart. You, right. you have no street smarts. Right. Like, you're fucking idiots who have been handed everything. everything. Yeah, that's what I thought this no, was I'm doing. You see that. what I mean? That's so, fantastic. Yeah, I was thinking that was their shot at the rich people as well. Was yeah, I was kind of waiting for one of them to, like, hold on and, like, tweet something and then shoot someone. Like, I was kind of waiting for that. At some point, that probably... I mean, look, they were covered in blood. I'm sure they... You know, they killed her parents and they killed probably other people, people as well. Yeah. Right. But then, you know, they had friends with like in a pig costume and basically every every weird ass crazy psychopath in this movie was the insane type of psychopath. So they had right. the like we said, the car with the people with the live people tied to it where the guy was swinging around what's that thing called the mace. yes swinging around the mace with costumes they had another bunch of women that were hanging people in the park dressed in dresses it, it was very uh, it was an homage to uh, a may uh, may maypole like yes, that's what it was. Yeah, it was absolutely. Kind of like a... I like cool, that's weird fine. things like I that. Love that. Yeah. So that this movie was filled with a lot of those, just not with the gang stuff that they did with last movie as much. Right. Like but, it was filled yeah. with more psychopaths in this movie, which I like. Which I wish they would have gone if they more had into. Spun it. them towards the senator, though. That's what I'm yes. saying. Like you could have come up with some intriguing crap. I hate that you gave me less than 15 seconds of a guillotine. Come on, that's yeah, a that big was a, part of the trailer. Yeah, there were actually two. There was a there was a standard old fashioned guillotine sh- uh, like setup that while they're driving they look by and they're cutting off a person's head. Then there's a trap that someone set up that had the huge the swing. swinging. Yeah. Right, which is more to cut you in half versus take off your head. Right. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to just slice you right through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they had the people just watching because that's what they decided to do on Purge Night. Right. Was to set that fucking thing up and reset it happens. probably. Yeah. Right. And they were cheering on the people like, oh, oh, are you going to make it? Are you going to do it? And then, <laughs> oh, you know, boo. at the end, they're, yeah, boo. And then at the end, they go, good luck tonight. Like, yeah, just, right. Right. This is some sort of bad fucked up Halloween haunted house kind of thing. We were like, did we get him? Yeah. Oh, we didn't get him. And during one of the jump scares because there weren't that many in this movie Not but really. the first one of the first ones was when laney's walking home or someone's walking and a guy jumps out in a mask this is before it the purge Laney, happened and he was like the purge is halloween for adults <laughs> and what i laughed about was fuck you halloween is halloween, halloween for, for adults. adults i mean kids don't get to go out and trick or treat anymore the only thing i hear about a couple months before october is how friends of mine are getting their costumes ready and what you know bar crawl or what party they're going to See, in their costumes and that's what i got with the 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 fucking teenagers is one of those i'm like oh you're that typical trashy whore i'm dressed up like a sexy bunny bullshit like i'm like really these of course these are the costumes you pick but then the one girl was in like she had her boobs all pressed up in that really tight corset corset which she which she shouldn't have been wearing with her body type she should not have been wearing something like that fair feel yeah it did actually it did (laughs) but with like a gold-plated ak and like tons like 
let's go back to the actual story, I guess. So Joe, Joe and Marcus are now set up and the girls come back because right. they want their candy bar. That's what they keep saying. But they're pissed. They're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to take my candy bar. I'm sorry, bar. as Joe or even Marcus, I just would have stood up and just took them all out at that time. I, exactly. I think at that point they still didn't really want to kill teenage girls i know right yes because uh, apparently yeah because i'm sure they're going to be great to you guys when they finally get a hold of you like right the, it, there's a judgment there well yeah, is this a rabbit animal or is this a trapped animal but this here's is a rabbit we should put this down but this is the main point again of the movie good people see the good people always have to go out of the way because the bad people never follow the rules exactly but that's and that's how many movies, how many TV shows have had that overlying arc? And that's the same here is they have to go because what comes up later is they f- the NFFA, the anti-NFFA, find the church that the rich white uh, NFF or NFFA. I hate the way that, that I know, it, it never rolls off right, the tongue. Yeah. yeah, it never rolls off the tongue. Where the they're doing their midnight purge mass. And they find the church that happens in. And of course, Dante and their anti-group want to kill every single... Who doesn't want to kill the government? This is their chance to kill the government now that they've taken off that sanction. Whether that that sanction would have ever stopped them, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But they finally have their chance to get them. And the good guys have to say... And even though they're the good guys as well, the other good guys, uh, Senator Roan and Leo... I can't can't win this way. Yeah. she She has to say, no, you'll make him a martyr. But they, but if they had killed her, which is the plan, if the NFFA had killed her, the bad guys would have won because everyone had been like, oh, well, I guess I only have this person to vote for. But if the good guy did that, they wouldn't say that. They'd go, oh, you're just you as killed. Bad. Yeah, you're just as bad and you're telling me we shouldn't do the polls. So the good guys always have to fight harder than the bad guys do. That's a, that's a given. The good guys, of course, do not want to kill these girls these teenage girls they're hoping they're going to go off and do their own thing and not have to worry and that's when marcus basically takes her ear off with that shot like it's a he could have killed her but that was the warning shot like look we're better than you think we are and we'll kill you if you come back now while that's happening roan and leo escape from you know he he sets a bomb which i like no i want to say now how is that i think that's a that's a fairly good size weaponry there i'm surprised it didn't set that alarm off like it did in the second movie when you do that kind of explosive yes that is true but maybe because eh, i mean even though technically the sniper lived though because they touch on that yes the sniper did live that's how they know he has a tracking bullet because they weren't running their programs yeah they weren't running their programs to check the tracker which i like because why would you have that program open if you didn't get to use your your bullets, right, yeah. yeah. So that made that made sense to me. So yeah, he blows up. He leaves a present, you know, quote unquote present for the people that that uh, that betrayed him, and it blows up and kills them, which is great. As then you see the fucking uh, the drone. I like the use of the drone. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, the drone was kind of funny. Yeah, the drone chases them like With the head. Mock, yeah, mocking them and basically saying they're gonna get killed. And he has to shoot it, but it's still that's that's nice because drones are becoming more of a thing. And so of the course in the fucking, purge, of course you want to shoot one. Yeah, and in the purge, of course you would use. It. Why wouldn't you use a drone? Right. Like that's a cool thing to do. So they do that. So they're making their way through the city, and this is where it kind of plays out a little bit, like Anarchy did. So Leo has to now. Now he's only protecting one person, and she seems to at least be able to take care of herself. She's not like she asks for a gun. She doesn't just you know follow along she tells him where the she, drone she is behind the gravity the, yeah. of the situation too. Right. like it's not just like we just got stuck out here yeah like it was in you know the second yeah. one so 
I like that. Leo has this awesome, uh, what do you call that? A knife ring or something? Mm, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's it's like like knuckles, but for what? It's a ring. Yeah, with a knife sticking out of it. Yeah, basically. But a small one, like a pointed, like almost like an arrowhead. I have one of those somewhere. Ooh, interesting. I get weird gifts for Christmas. Anyway. (laughs) I guess so. So he's got that. So there's another point where he realizes someone's on the opposite side of the wall and he has to take. So it's very similar to the second one where he has to take him out quietly. But these are the European people and they're pretending like they're dead. Which is a weird that which isn't actually a bad way no. to lure people around, but you have to hope that no psychopath is going around just, just shooting things. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, you know, flamethrower is just going through. You know that kind of. And I like that they didn't really do that in no, this one. No, they didn't really. Yeah, yeah. They, I think there was one person with a flamethrower, but they didn't hark on it, which I which no, I it enjoyed. was just a reference. So now the European people they start to Imagine, come alive. You don't even know that it just looks like a bunch of they're all dead dresses. Presidents. Yeah, they're all dresses, creepy Extreme, dead presidents, like like seventeen. Yeah. stuff like yeah was... like the statue of liberty too like right, all this yeah. other stuff so they take out like four or five of them probably i think yeah. my voice cried four or five of them <laughs> they took out like four or five of them and then but then a couple come up behind them and taser them and now they're in the middle of the street and now they've got like 12 of them around, around them, maybe them, yeah. somewhere around there and they're just getting ready to tear they're like we love america we're going to kill you this is our purse but not even it's yeah. like, we want to cut your skin off and wear like it was yeah it was very hannibal lecter there for a second there. they're like um okay but luckily for them they are less than a block from where marcus and joe are sitting on the roof where they just had those because right, they girls initially go. see them and they're like Wait a minute, is that? Yeah. No. They, no, it can't be. And then you think that they're fucked, and then Joe and Marcus made it, and they just destroy it. Light it, it up. Light it up, because they both know how to use guns. They're, and then there's another there. thing, like, okay, then why didn't you initially just eliminate your threat? Or is this a whole imminent danger rule thing? I These think it's were, the imminent danger fine. rule thing. I think they want to conserve ammo, and they didn't want to kill teenage girls. I think that's what it was. How very sexist of them. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> they save them. They get back into the convenience store. Now it's a, you know, it's a, st- it's a standoff because now the rich girls have brought back another lit up Prius and another a pig, a friend of theirs dresses a pig, a huge pig. And they have the industrial like boat cutters and yeah, they have yeah, yeah. way more weaponry it's cement cutting and yeah. All this, yeah they're they're ready for action now this is where i did like the dialogue between joe and leo because <laughs> leo doesn't trust anybody Anyone. and joe like introduces himself and so does marcus and he was like that's like, cool so where's your shit yeah he's like where's your hey deli man yeah. <laughs> and joe's like you're still calling me deli like i just introduced myself like i understood joe getting mad yeah, at him funny, though. yeah i thought that was a good because leo only cares well, about his mission but yeah that's just though it's he knows how to pri- your name is not a priority to me the priority is so we don't all fucking die in your store yeah and he said your store is not a priority at to all me. like any you know that kind of thing so i like that so now they've got the, the girls split up into two groups. They've got them coming on the back door and they've got them coming in the front. Mind you, they also have, what, the cheapest cement cutter ever because it takes them a good 30 But those look like they would cost like thousands of I know, dollars. but how, those are roll-down doors that protect stores. You can probably cut with tin snips. Remember, though, remember, this is The Purge and he probably paid for something way more expensive than a normal 
store covering. See, that's what I think about. Like, I'm a guessing. No. I no, I'm just saying. I am guessing. I just say it's a bunch of teenagers who don't know how to fucking use their tools. Well, that's that's possible too. <laughs> but um, you gotta wrap those tools, guys. That's that's the Ian hates movies announcement. The more you know. Star wipe. Right. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so they call and Joe calls Laney because Laney tells him, hey. If anything comes up, call me. So he did. He left a message that they have the senator. <laughs> she didn't and they, answer. <laughs> oh, she didn't answer. Uh, so and basically that means uh, Leo's ready for a fight. He's just they're getting ready. So they've got the back door. Leo and and Roan have the front. But Lainey shows up and she just fucking drives full force and just destroys Runs the two main down. girls. Yeah, the two main girls who were so fucking annoying. She just destroys them and you see pieces of their body like with how hard she hit them. Well, yeah. Then she gets out and she's got a fucking shotgun. And it's been a long time. Yeah, I saw it. It's been a long time since I've seen a movie where it's just bam 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 she just it's all execution style shots oh it's fantastic she doesn't let the girl the the girl kind of gets up to say like fuck you or something she doesn't give her a chance she just blows her face off right bam face off like the movie face (laughs) off and then she kills the pig girl and the other girl she just doesn't care everybody in the front of the store everyone in the front of the store gets everyone out from the from the actual store they're still trying to work their way in from the back and joe's like i'm staying now i still I know now it's a rush to get the senator to safety. I don't know why they just didn't go kill People those. In the back. Yeah, because then your store is going to be safe. Because right. that was Joe's worry. He's like, you guys go ahead. I need to stay with my store. And Marcus is like, no, don't worry. I'll help you rebuild afterwards. They should have just gone and killed him. I don't know why they didn't do that. Right. That was that was a question I had. But I understood they're also thinking we got lucky. Let's get in this van and let's get out, get out of here. Understandable. So... While that's happening, the White Power Mercenary Group decides Who to... Who is that actor? Oh, I forgot his name. I looked it up. He's but been in a crap ton of stuff, too. Mike. He's been in a crap ton of stuff, too. <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, yeah, not with all those tattoos, I'm assuming. <laughs> but yeah, so he starts firing on them from the helicopter with a chain gun because they tracked him. They tracked, uh, <laughs> they tracked Leo with that bullet because the bullet's still in there. So they go under an overpass, which I thought was smart. Obviously, let's right. cut that out. But they have ground troops as well. So and Leo knows that. So they end up stopping by where it looks like a bunch of motorcycle gangs, basically having these like Game of Thrones style fights, right? Where they each have you like do this old school. Yeah, one had a broadsword, the other one had like an axe or something. They're just doing this, and everyone's surrounding them, and they're doing this huge fight thing. I'm sure they got prizes or pride or whatever oh, the fuck yeah, you win. You get different patches. I mean, you're a one percenter. There you go. So they stop near there because that's where the overpass is. And they're trying to decide what to do. And that's when Leo decides to just pull the bullet out because he has a feeling that where how would they know? You know, that kind of thing. So he checks it. Yes, it is blinking, which is dumb. But still, it's very dumb. Yeah. I don't know why no one like I don't know why Marcus didn't pull out the bullet for him or anything like that. But he did it himself. Uh, so now it's they do a badass move. He is. He is a badass. That is true. Leo's Leo's a fucking shit. Uh, Terry Sapirso departed um, uh, Donnie Bosco, Army Wives, uh, Rescue Me. He's been in a crap ton of stuff. Hannibal. There you go. All right. That's all. So they go ahead and remove the bullet, and then they realize we got to get this tracker away from us, obviously, which is a given. Now, at this time, now the gang seem to be surrounding their van because, you know, who knows? Who knows why? It turns out that they actually have an injured friend. 
that they want them fixed. Mind you, they didn't approach the van. The van in a by very knocking. Good way. No, they did not. It We're seemed, gonna try to roll it over. Right. It seemed like everyone was gonna fight. Was gonna have to fight. Right. But Joe knows the whistle, which shows that he used to be a crip. They're crips. So he opens up the door. It turns out they just need their friend to be fixed up, anyways. So they say, "We'll do that for you if you go ahead and." you know, get rid of this bullet for us. Right. You know, the tracker. So right. they set up, basically they set up a trap using those guys to kill the two white power guys. But it's never, it's hey. It's never touched upon. It's never, hey, I don't like those symbols on your fucking clothes. Like, it's never anything like that. It's no. just like, of course they're going to kill them because it's Purge Night right. and, and these are bad we're guys. we're ambushing you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, they didn't so touch once, on that at all. Never touched upon. So they go back to the triage. And they realize that that is where Dante has set up his anti-NFFA setup. Right. So that's where... So it's a good idea. I like this. I like this right. part. It's it, it makes perfect sense. People can get patched up. They they help the homeless, which we mentioned in the second one, used to be get gunned down by fucking freaks. You know, right. the, like no one was safe yeah, in the purge. There was yeah. no place to for them to hide. There wasn't. Right. So this place lets them in. Uh, you realize that, you know, in their secret room... You realize that Dante's plan is to, he found the church, he needs to attack and kill all the NFFA members, as well as the minister who's running for president. Right. I love their little Nazi symbols that they were all wearing, by the way. Which ones? They have oh, those, uh, you mean well, the, the it, actual reference. bad guys. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the NFFA. It's, 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 that's an homage yes, to that. that big eagle thing. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a very Nazi thing for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, see, there. I didn't see the point. Of doing why, that. Right. Why did you because, go that extreme? Because they didn't start that in the first or the second one. No. So I don't know why they had to do that because you can just say, look, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? We've learned that from comic books. Right. But <laughs> like, I think what it is is also it's a great way because there's a difference between being a patriot and there's a difference between a nationalist. And this is what a nationalist is. It's to an extreme and a very unhealthy extreme and they do stuff like this. And so that's that, what Nazis were. They were nationalists. Well, right, right. Well, that makes sense then. So it's not, but they went very extreme. Like they went from zero to a hundred right. in a second. No, twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> twenty five years. Yes, <laughs> but in the R span of the movies. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. So anyway, so they get to the triage now. Joe wants to go back to his store, which makes sense. Still, even though he is safe now, Laney and Marcus are both saying like, "We need to stay here," but of course they're going to go with him. Right. Yeah. But so they leave. That leaves Leo a chance to do his covert ops stuff and find out what's really going on with the anti-NFFA. That's when they find out that there's going to be this big attack and that it took the senator a little while longer than I thought Thank it would you. for her to understand like, what was going right. on. Yeah. But basically, Dante's already gone with his people, so she's got to tell the guy, like, you got to call Dante. He can't do this. You're going to make the minister a martyr and I'm going to lose. And oh, they're absolutely. like, no, no. They're like, you're going to lose anyways. We need to do this. Right, right. We have the opportunity. We're going to do this now. Right. So, and that that makes sense i see both parties i do thing i yeah. I, I see both they're both right they both are right. but one has to be more right than the other basically <laughs> so now when laney is driving joe and marcus back they see the giant trucks that we saw in anarchy right now he mentions vehicles. yeah the government vehicles now i like that because that showed that that shit is still happening Yep, it, they're and still it, doing it. Right. So it is still the government. Now, I don't think those trucks were all full of white power mercenaries. I no. think this this was the government group that in the previous film Targets, was out. Targets, yeah. yeah. And 
Marcus mentioned, oh, I saw those trucks on YouTube last year, which I thought was kind of nice. Like people don't always see it if they stay in their homes. But when you look around to probably the NFF, the NFFA or anti right, showing that propaganda stuff to that people. This being is like, also Look at, going yeah. on. So that, I like that. I, I like that. So I'm trying to I'm trying to show the comedic fun thing. And of course, this is where I thought the dialogue was a little bit iffy was they go, oh, so we got to go back. And Joe's like, oh, but I, I don't really want to. <laughs> it's like basically he's he's exasperated. And then he's like, no, basically, it's almost like he winked to the audience and said, no, I'm the good guy. I need to go back and help, you know, the good cause, you know, that, right. that, that kind of dialogue. And it's also him kind of accepting where like my store is probably completely fucked by now anyway. That, yeah. So, but I like that these were people that could take care of themselves and knew that by going back, they would help. Right. I like that. I don't like the people that I don't like, like, a f- like most of the people in the second one who were liability to Leo. These people aren't a liability to Leo because Leo doesn't care about anyone except for his mission. Because in the second one, his mission was to get to, you know, the guy who who drunk drove and killed his kid. Like that was his mission. mission. And then when it became there was a little girl to protect, that was also his mission. You know, that that happened because he followed his his stuff. The same way here, he has to protect the senator, but now it's on the biggest level ever because he truly thinks that she can win and that he can get rid of the day. And I thought their conversation, I thought Roan's and Leo's conversation at the beginning was good. When she asked him, you know, why did you sign up? Why did you want to be my my protection? And he gives her a bullshit answer and he's she's like, No, tell me the truth. No, like really. tell me and then he still kinda he's like, Some years ago I lost my son and almost did something that I regret and I want this night gone. Like that's a good way of looking at it from his perspective. Is he doesn't want this night corrupting people and she brings it up too this even corrupts good people right because she considers the people in the anti-nffa who are setting up triages good people but she specifically tells dante when they're talking i do not like the methods you've used over the years right and he's like look you get rid of this stuff i wouldn't have to to do do this." this right so when you talk about dialogue yeah when you talk about dialogue being poor i like this part I like that they kind of went there and had that discussion. It didn't have to be a five-minute discussion about the right and wrong no, of no, killing no, no, people. No. It just needed to be stated that the senator is pure good and she wants this, you know, she wants no one to have to die, even if they're bad people, where the good guys sometimes have to have questionable morals to have made it this far. Right. Well, that's yeah, it's a survival thing. Right. Is what it breaks down to. Yeah. Right. And that's and that's why I like. So those are the kind of storyline plots that I focus more on those. OK. Yeah. So anyways, by the time, you know, the government vans come to attack the triage, unfortunately. So they sneak out. That's when the triage van with Laney and Joe and Marcus show up, pick up the senator and Leo. But then as they're driving and this is they are driving out of town. But the senator is trying to convince Leo, hey, we need to go to that church to stop Dante and his group from killing the NFFA. Right. While this argument is going on, because Leo does not want this to happen. He wants to leave. Right. Yeah. He wants to leave and save her. They get sideswiped big time by the white power guy. 
and his couple of of cronies or whatever. Right. And they take her quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, really quickly. (laughs) Like, to the point where they don't have a chance. I don't even know why Leo even tried shooting at it because you know that was an armored truck. I don't know why he bothered. I guess he was just pissed. So he says, you guys leave me. I'm going to. I know where they're going. I'm going there. And they're like, no, we're going to. Which is fine because they didn't hold him back. Right. So they show up to, they do this whole, they had the fucking, what, what was that guy who was in the church who was the creepy, he had to set everyone up? He actually was part of it. So in the initial discussion on the NFFA board meeting, he's in there. He's one of them. But for some reason, he comes off, uh, what was we, I, I heard creepy altar boy. Even yeah, yeah. Like, technically, you're, you are in full robe, but uh, you get the honor of dressing all the victims tonight. Right. Yeah, so the, the white power people show up, they present her, and there's another guy there already tied up. Right. And now this really creepy guy, we're not doing it justice of how creepy no, he yeah, is. He, yeah, they did a good job with yeah, makeup. really creepy. He has to set her up and they're like putting on the ceremonial garb and like all yeah, that. All white. Yeah, no. all that shit. And that's when they go ahead and they show all the members of the NFFA, all the main ones and then their family, their extended family, Are I all guess. in the pews. Yeah, in the pews. And the minister is holding the midnight mass, mass, purge mass or whatever. So he brings out the guy who's a drug addict. Apparently. Apparently. And says, like, he's given his life and, you know, we must purge. And we're not. And this is what I talked about at the beginning. He's like, we're not hypocrites because we do what we preach. You're also doing what you say you shouldn't be preaching if you're doing regular church services as well. It's, yeah. It's very interesting how they it's an extreme it's they you know this is a cult-like mentality yeah because they have that saying too that the purge for your souls or whatever the fuck or pur- purge, purge and purify yeah purge and purify and they, oh it's so the rhetoric is what, baptism by fire yeah well but but um so they they give him the minister gives uh the creepy guy the first purge which is this this dude so he just stabs him and stabs him and stabs him and then the minister gets on top of him i was like this is a little sexual <laughs> he gets on top of him and he starts like putting his hand in his face and they're getting really close and he's like talking about how amazing he must feel that he purged yeah, and it, purified yeah you've and, cleansed your soul yeah i was like so well no do you kiss, get, and that's kiss. just it do you get what that is, though? That's the whole. They're talking. This is a. This is the invalid uh, evangelicalist. This is the. And now you can rise, my son. Like it's that kind oh, of. Oh yeah, it was you you're, rebo- you're reborn. Oh, basically, I think he even said reborn. Yeah, for sure. So he sends him off to go get Juliet from Lost. <laughs> and by this time, Leo has met up with Dante and everything. And I thought that. I thought that little playout scene was a little bit long. That was probably the only long scene I thought was that Leo starts walking towards the whole group and they've all got their guns pointed at him and he keeps on walking with his hands up for a while and he doesn't really talk to them and tell them who he is until Dante sees him and then he's like, okay, put your guns down. It's him. But why would you trust him anyways if you guys didn't even Uh, acknowledge... Suicide vest. Yeah, anything. Anything. If you didn't acknowledge that you knew him from the past, why would you acknowledge this now? Right. (laughs) Basically, uh, Leo walks up and is like, this is no longer assassination. It's a rescue. Follow me. And they do. <laughs> they, don't, they don't follow anything. All right, cool. Yeah. So they sneak through the tunnels. They get up there. Basically, the main group that, that we know goes up in the pews. The whole NFFA founding fathers, the whole founding yeah, fathers. The whole cabinet. Yeah, they are up. 
to do the purge on Juliet. Right. And she's the main sacrifice of the night. Yep. And they're going to go liner. They're going to go crazy. Like they're going to fucking carve her up. Like it is not going to be fun for her. Uh, and she has a gag on so she can't scream. She can't do anything Throwback. like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just like when she, you know, her family was yeah, tied up. The music that's why I was over. hoping the music should have came over. Well, that's why I was hoping that there was some tie in with the actual original killer. But anyway, yep. so right before the main guy at the beginning who said cunt, before you can finalize that cut. Yeah, not cunt, that cut. It's close. It's very close. Yeah. Marcus fucking shoots him in the head. <laughs> and then they just start firing. And unfortunately, they don't get enough time to shoot. Take everyone. Uh, yeah, they just are now cut. Now they managed they just, to not hit her was fairly impressive. They were good shots, though. All those guys were pretty well trained, I would say. Like Lainey has her pass. No, Lainey's got her crap, Leo yeah. was good. Marcus has his pass, and Joe has his pass. So I I thought that was fine. And then they start killing. They keep killing people, and the they kill most of the cabinet. Right, they're and taking out people in the pews. Like it's a whole. The only person who gets through, who gets out, is the minister and creepy guy. Yes. And they tried to shoot creepy guy, but he was just like did not give a shit and just no, kept no, walking. Right. And yeah, the bullets just kind of went around him, yeah. like almost like it was something that happened to him when he purged, like. Oh, was there? Yeah, was there something there? Uh, and then a whole bunch more bad guys come to shoot them and they duck down low and you hear shooting and shooting. And when they get up, when it's quiet, the anti NFFA has taken out those guys. Oh, yeah. And what the hell are you guys doing up there? Yeah. And he's like, get your asses down here. And that's when Joe goes my blank because I'm going to say blank. And it was weird because it had no place no. And the way anyone has talked the entire movie, because that's no. why I was saying they pulled their punches, because at any point, those white power guys could have said anything. Absolutely. Or the, the minorities could have said anything to the white power guys. They just never went there. So nope. it was weird to hear him say that because it didn't make much sense. Out of place. Yeah, because why didn't he say that to the Crips that were there as well? Right. Because they could have easily killed them. But he didn't say that. So it was it was strange. So they, they now, they all reconvene. They get the minister, uh, or they they didn't know they were going to get the minister because Dante's still like, we got to kill him. He's like, that's our final mission. We still, we killed all these other motherfuckers. We got to kill him. And they're all pleading with him. No, no, you can't be a martyr, blah, blah, blah. I can win this. They find out there's a whole bunch of people downstairs too. They were still going to purge. All tied up for the purge. Yeah. So that's happening. And it turns out that they did kidnap the minister. So now Dante locks himself in a room with two of his guys and he's got the minister and this is a part that I like. So he doesn't let anyone in. Everyone else is screaming to him, don't do it, don't do it. You know. But his guys are like, here, here's the guy. He comes up to shoot him. And the minister plays it very well and goes, purge me. Because he knows he didn't do this. The no, no, I agree with you. I, I liked the scene. And it was one of those. But that's, that's going to touch on Dante anyway, though. Because this just proves that you are psycho. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but absolutely. Because far. But and that's the thing. Of course, of course, the minister is a psychopath. Of course he is. Instead of playing it as as the guy who doesn't believe in what he's saying, it's even creepier and scarier to believe what you're saying and to know to that extreme. Yeah. To one thing, think that, yes, his soul will be cleansed by purging you, but then also knowing that he will become a martyr. And that the NFFA will, will live continue. on. Yeah. Like that is that is good storytelling, I think. 
Like that's that's the kind of stuff I was focusing on more in this movie. And I know it's supposed to be Ian hates movies, but I do try and find the good in things. I could not find it in Independence Day, and I could not find it in Batman vs Superman. That's because those were crap. But there were lots of movies that I do find the good in. You know, that's where you get the meh movies a lot of times. That's what I'm you saying. Know, that, but this movie I think <laughs> is still good. See, I don't I don't go meh. I would like to see this again. And I hope there's an extended cut, which then has I'll probably it more like it more. It. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. Right. But so Dante does decide not to kill the minister. So which is good. So they they're trudging along, but you still have those fucking white supremacists, the main ones. You still have to get rid of them. So as they're trying to leave, though, so basically they split up. Basically, uh, Dante and his guys are trying to get the minister out. And then Joe and Laney and the senator, the senator is going around talking to people, trying to save people. They're right. all in another room. Right. And then uh, Leo is going to help Dante. So as soon as Dante walks out, he, both of his guys get killed by the white supremacist guys. And then Dante basically takes a shot that's probably going to kill him at some point. Right. So Leo comes out. He's like, what do you want me to do? And he says, I got one more play in me cover me right so this is i would have expected some still some interaction of right. i know you like right, sorry, right, something. Right. no acknowledgement at all no nothing so dante gets in a car drives it really fast hits two of the guys crushes there's three it crushes two of them but that still leaves main white supremacist guy that kelly mentioned before he shoots the shit out of him right and then it's basically leo versus him in a little gunfight they realize though oh shit both of our guns are gone hand to hand baby and this, I was fine with this fight scene. I'm fine I with thought it was yeah. realistic enough right. because it was brutal. Like, I think my issue with the whole, because the, the way that they had the white supremacists set up, it's like, we were hired to deliver someone. We've done that. Why didn't they just leave? Why were they still they there? Because they still didn't get their money. Because I think uh, it was payable. Okay. It was payable on her death. Uh, like he mentioned, he mentioned when they dropped her off, he's like, we're not gift wrapping her. We're here for her to die. Like right, we're not right. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it's what I think guys. it was. Plus, okay. let's not forget that they might have also wanted to take part in the actual killing of those other people that were in that room. Fetching. It's possible. No, I would say, look, it. it's possible. I know they were white. Yeah, but they've shown no interest in the Oh, that was and the other thing. He even makes the, a comment. He's like, everybody out on this fucking night when they're in the helicopter. So I don't think it's one of those type of things. I told you, it's weird. Maybe they're trying to make the white supremacists look okay. <laughs> like they're just doing it's it for weird money. Too, <laughs> yeah, they're just doing it for money. Sponsored look, by. <laughs> there were tons of white people. It was almost all white people, I think, in that room down below. Right. Like, why didn't the white supremacists go like, what are you guys doing killing white people? Like, there was none of that. That's why it seems so weird. Yeah, but that's touching on the Aryan Brotherhood, because if you look at the Aryan Brotherhood as a gang, initially it was it was about, because, I mean, whites were the minority in the prison system at that time in Texas. But when Aryan Brotherhood came together... It really wasn't about racism. It was just hidden behind that. It was all about making money. We'll sell drugs to anyone. We'll deal with anybody. Well, it's like American History X. Exactly. At least for some of that. I mean, definitely there was a right. ton of... Yeah. But uh, it was mostly about... It was about getting rid of minorities selling drugs so that they could sell drugs. Right. It was... like a, that's Money yeah. was right. the main... Yeah. Exactly. Now they have their, their one-on-one, which I thought was done well. I thought it was done well, and, and Leo uses awesome His little, little ring. ring thingy. Which is great. Uh, so obviously he wins, but he took a ton of punishment, and they didn't shy away from showing like his back being completely cut open. Yeah. Like it was one of those things where he might not have survived right. that kind of thing. 
uh, but they come back in. Now, who's the character who has been unaccounted for this whole time? Fucking creepy ultra boy guy man so one of the one of the captives is let go and he runs to to leave and when he opens the door creepy ultra boy is there and shoots him with a shotgun and then starts like unloading on people and he hits marcus in the shoulder and joe steps in front of the senator because he's about to kill the senator takes the bullet shoots the altar boy a couple times and but you could tell he's taken the main critical hit yeah critical hit I thought this was fine. So wait, does Joe do the headshot or was that Laney? Joe did the headshot. Okay, it was yeah. the headshot. Joe did okay. the headshot. Yeah, I believe. He was he was that good. He was able to. But it took a few shots to get that headshot, right. which was fine. Now, Leo wasn't there, obviously, to help anybody. So it's it's justifiable. And I think it works well that Joe would sacrifice himself for the senator, especially after everything he's gone through. Right. So you know Marcus is going to take over the store. But I thought the death scene was nice. I thought it wasn't too bad because Leo, Leo basically is almost dead. He comes in and gives and says Joe's name. Right. And, oh, I forgot. They did have one little nice moment because the whole time Leo and Joe do not technically get along. At all. Because Leo just doesn't care. No. And he knows he's done bad things in the past. Like, he's assuming it. Right. Because Leo assumes that of everyone, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't trust shady shit. He doesn't trust anyone because he always gets screwed over. Right. And, yeah, he's just the way he is. But at one point, I think they shot somebody and they kind of, like, fist bumped at one point. Yeah, but, I saw that, too. And yeah. I was like, oh interesting but i like that i like that so at the end joe doesn't get all sentimental for leo and leo doesn't get all sentimental for joe but they give each other that nod like you did your job right, right. i did my job Good job soldier we both yeah we both might not make this but we did what we were supposed, supposed to, to do. do yeah so i like that too in most of these things i think i'm still on that positive side that's that's kind of the way I look at it. So everyone's sad for Joe. Now I did read because, like I said, I do my research. I did read that in test screenings before the movie came out, Joe survived. Interesting. He, he survived. So they had the, uh, you know, at the end, he's barely helping. Marcus is mostly doing right, the right, work right. because he's still hurt. I think I would have been fine either way. Yeah, I, I that's think not it, one that would have turned it for me. Yeah, I think it was okay that he died because they didn't have a lot of main characters that died in the movie. So I think that was okay. But so after that scene, they cut to two months later. The senator is casting a Voting. vote for herself, yep, for president. And now Leo is head of her security for cap. I don't know, sure. some special name. Right. But he's okay. And then Marcus is... Marcus is setting up the store. Rebuilding. Rebuilding. And one of the things he had told the senator was, all you have to do is win Florida. Which basically comes down to almost all which of, like, so true. many of our, yeah, with so many of our elections. Uh, so as he's painting the store, he sees that he she, she, she wins, wins Florida, Florida, which means she won. Now, <laughs> one corny part that I, that I did think was funny was they had that weird picture of Joe in the store. <laughs> yes, Almost yes. headshot. I wish, yeah, I wish I could do the pose for because it's a podcast but he had this like stern but lovable face on where yeah he's just like now he's like the constant guardian of the store kind yeah, of yeah, spirit yeah, absolutely yeah and so, then, you know it's one of those it's mr rogers neighborhood so this is joe our local grocer and he says hi guys yeah it's that kind of, yeah don't steal from joe yeah that, that <laughs> that's bad yeah it's pretty funny so laney comes in and they shoot the shit and they're like oh we miss joe but this is great that the senator won i'll be right, back right. to help you blah 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 right and then they mention, it's just kind of a side mention on the news, that supporters of the NFFA are now, who are now rioting. mad, are rioting, and they kind of s- like stutter 
with a weird sound on the American flag blowing across the street. And it's and you hear shouts and stuff. And it's supposed to make you seem like, oh, is the purge happening right now? now? Like, is this going back? Basically, what I liked was, is this going back to the way the country is right now where now you're just going to have these random acts of terrible violence without any leash on it and it can happen at any point whatsoever there's no warning yeah and now you so now you're going to have a riot of people who wanted the purge so you know that riot's going to be even worse than a regular riot because they're probably going to kill many many people and yeah because they didn't get their way so i like that so that sets up the ability for a new movie where they have to deal with that or you just go the prequel way or you do the different version of one of the movies as well like you can set this up so i totally understand it did fall short on you could have made it better but i still think this was a good movie and i would recommend this movie if you like the second one i'm gonna say if you've watched these already if you've watched the second one it doesn't matter if you watch the first one or not yeah if you watch the second one i would say this is a satisfactory version of the movie i don't know so, wait, so would this be a quote-unquote okay sequel to the second one for you yeah it would be okay. an okay i think things could be better right. but i also don't expect hollywood to be as smart as i am. that's true <laughs> they always tend to take the cheap way out which means they cut a bunch of crap out and you go what the fuck yes they did there were some cheapness and there were some questions i had and like kelly had we had that whole debate during the show i they did play on race a lot in this movie which i knew they were going to because of the second movie because they started to play on race in the second well, movie they need to have you take a poll before you when you buy your movie ticket you have to fill out a little thing and it asks you five questions and if you're stupid and you fail those questions we're going to show you this movie but if you're actually an intelligent movie goer we're going to show you a movie where we don't beat the fuck out of a particular point because we you know maybe but then that's also just writing of whatever you don't think ghostbusters is going to beat into our heads Why how stupid it is giving that airtime <laughs> I can't help it. You're one of them. No. How dare you? <laughs> exactly. Quit promoting how this. How dare you? All right, Kelly, just let me. I, I said I would recommend it. What about you? Meh. It gets a meh rating for me. I feel like I'm looking forward to seeing what they'll do in the DVD, and hopefully they can redeem themselves with some of their stuff. Um, if not, mm, yeah, it's bad. I'm on the really on the fence with whether this is better than the first one for me. This one for me is definitely better than the first one. There's no doubt about that. For Interchangeable. Me. Oh, see, I, I don't think so. That's where we definitely differ on this. Look, I think things could have been better. I think if the old rich lady from the second movie oh, would no, have shown up. Oh, I was the whole time. I was like, why isn't she? Is she a member of the NFFA? Like, where is this going to come or from? That, or it's one. That's another thing. See, the whole issue that the fact that they're making this political, they could have done. It could have been some sort of fucked up fundraiser, like the dinner plate kind of thing. You yes. got to send fighter. Like they could have played that game. They could have been there. Right. It could, like they, like they, bidding, missing stuff. bidding on people like the second movie, but that was going into their funds. Right. For, for the presidential race. This was all race. an election yeah. run. Maybe you do a prequel to that as well. You can do that. Yeah. You can do all of that stuff, but you wouldn't have Leo in it. You'd have to have another badass or something, probably. No, no, yeah. In general, though, I don't think this was a bad movie. So I, I certainly don't hate it. <laughs> That's for no. sure. And it, like I said, it's a meh for me. It's not, I, I don't, it. it's not, I wouldn't throw it into like bad, bad, but it's not a, I'm giving it a medium point because I want to see what the, there if there's anything remotely 
of use in the DVD. I'm hoping there is. Well, remember, those things don't often work, too, because remember, we watched the unrated Independence Day original, and they were very good for cutting out the shit that they cut out. Like, there was no reason for the extended version. Yeah, but that was a good movie to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just fodder. You're taking out fodder. I'd still, I'd watch election year over Independence Day 1. Sorry. Speaking I don't of hate that movie. Day, I don't hate that movie. I hate some of the things about it. But I had I a very interesting conversation this weekend about uh, Resurgence. And apparently, if you had have never seen the first Independence Day and you watch Resurgence and then watch the old one, it's not as bad because it's almost like it, it, it's, it's what you're watching a prequel. Well, is that like then is that like watching Godfather three and then going to watch Godfather two and one? Well, no, no, but I understand this point though. Like it's one of those, if I didn't have that connection to those characters and I saw, and and then I saw, I saw resurgence first. Okay. So you've established this. I kind of get this and then watch the old one and it would feel like a prequel. So that one kind of makes the second one not as bad, but when you go into it, watching it the way they came out, that's a really bad fucking movie. I guess I I don't know why anyone would want to see the second one first. No, no, it wasn't. It. It, yeah, that's just right. though. It was one of those. It was a girlfriend who got dragged to something, yeah, and yeah. then she watched it and she's like, ah. Gotcha. Yeah, I what I was happy with with that podcast, especially, is that people sent. I Mandy even sent an article of like, look at all these shitty things people are saying about the movie, and we hit on like every single one because they even brought up that apparently. I guess that uh, that Data was supposed to be gay. So when I brought it up, yeah, apparently in the movie, they just didn't edit it correctly. But that's why I asked. I was like, oh, was, that's so funny. Yeah, I was like, was Data supposed to be gay in this? And everyone, you know, we just kept on talking. Right. But apparently he was. That would have made more sense that clearly his partner would take care of him for 20 years. Exactly. And then we were right about like every single thing in that movie. So, but that's hey, right. guys, if this is your first time listening and you've never heard our Independence Day resurgence Please one, listen. listen to that one. We had special guest Mandy on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so definitely check that out. So let's let's move on really quick. We're not going to go into a ton of stuff here. Right. But we're going to announce the next movie. <gasps> yep. Dun, dun, dun. So the next movie for the podcast. Oh, and I, and I pr- it's going to be a John Cusack classic. Yep. I promise you we are going to do good movies at some point. We are going to have fun, good <laughs> movies to do. I, no, not next week. Next week is going to be the movie. Now, it's not The Cell. No. Because you get some J-Lo in that one. Yes. It's Cell. Just that. Just Cell. Yep. Just Cell. Not just Just Cell. No. (laughs) Just Cell. (laughs) So (laughs) it is the movie based on the book by Stephen King. I am a huge Stephen King fan for anyone who's not. My my sign off from the podcast, from every podcast I do, and I do four of them a week. My sign off is a Stephen King sign off. It's from the Dark Tower series. I am... One of the, if not the biggest Stephen King fan you'll ever meet or ever hear talking. I have I have seen him in person multiple times. I have tattoos of Stephen King books. That is something that True. I... Yeah, that is something that I have. I am a huge Stephen King fan. I am going to tear this movie apart next week. I have some terrible things to say. But that is because i am such a huge fan so i expect more now kelly is not a huge fan she has not read the book I wouldn't, no i haven't read the book i got nothing against stephen king i've read some of his stuff oh yeah i'm not but... saying you're but i'm saying in general you will be the average person going to see this movie technically 
Well, I hope they're not going on that Netflix. Hopefully, I wouldn't go anywhere to see this. No, movie. what happens? What happens <laughs> with this movie? By the way, for people, because you're like sell. Unless you're a Stephen King fan, you probably you haven't even heard, heard of this. this. So this was released on video on demand about a month ago, but it's getting limited release this coming Friday. So July 8th, it's getting limited release. Now, I have no idea how limited. I can tell you for a fact, it should never be released in theaters. You don't need to see it on the big screen. It's not one of those. <laughs> it would be funny to see people walk out. It is... One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Wow. It is not only the it is not only the comparison of the book because I like the book. So it's not it's not going because Kelly is also I believe going to rip this movie apart as well. It is not going to be me as an elitist who read the book saying they didn't do this, they didn't do that. Yeah. I will bring up stupid things that they could have done that they didn't. Right. But I am not saying that this is a bad movie because they didn't follow the book. This is a bad movie because, because it's, it's a, a bad movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I compare this to good movies and that's how I know this is a bad movie. So okay, so when you state that you say this is a Stephen King Adaptation. story yes okay so it's based on the book okay is that he, even a true he, statement though he worked on the screenplay as well which frightens me he worked on the screenplay with another person and if you read the backstory of how long it took to get the movie made you'll see why there were issues because they wanted eli roth at one point so we don't let, we'll get into this on the actual right, right, show right. but just so you know that is the movie it stars by the way it stars john cusack and oh, sam jackson Yes, two very good people. Like, not only 1408 that... 1408 was great. Yes. Also Stephen King. Love 1408. And by the way, so I read three reviews for Cell, the three people who have seen it. Two of them say it was a bad, very bad movie. Another one says that um, this was better than 1408. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? They were like, 1408, you couldn't follow the storyline whatsoever. Like, what? What were you watching? This movie makes no cell watch makes it again. no sense. Don't watch it stoned. You'll be able to follow it. Right. Cell cell makes no sense. So, anyways, so this should be a straight to VOD movie. I can't believe this will get into any theaters, but apparently it will. If you have a chance to see it, I'm not going to recommend you see it because I don't really want you giving them any money. You know the current rating on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Zero, probably, I right? Really yeah. Oh no, it's really bad. <laughs> no, this is really bad and it's sad because I like both the actors. I like the both the actors, and I like the book. So I was like, look, even if you change some things in the book, because Stephen King did come out and say we had a negative reaction to the book ending. Right. I'm going to change. Now, I, f I found the book ending fine. I did not like the movie ending and not because it was different than the book ending, because I don't care. You, you've you seen Kick-Ass, right? Oh, yeah. So it, did you read the graphic novel? Not all of them. All right. The, the main one. Yes. All right. Quickly on that point. Nicolas Cage's character in Kick-Ass, the Daddy. graphic, Big Daddy. Once again, it's another oh. it's another big daddy. Hey, look at the tie into the purge. That's too bad. How how come he didn't show up? <laughs> Interesting crossover there. Yeah, cool. Know, right? So in the graphic novel, Big Daddy was a crazy person basically. He didn't have any special Oh wait, are you saying that you shouldn't teach your daughter all this military job? Well, he didn't because what? he wasn't a military person. This he was just even better. He was just pretending to be a superhero. Right. But he he was technically, uh, he didn't have any military, police, any All training right. whatsoever. He was basically a crazy person. Man. In the movie, he was given more right. 
of an actual story that you cared more about this character because basically he was unceremoniously killed in the graphic novel of just being like you're a fucking loser bam right in the movie he was someone who really did teach you know his daughter something and taught kick-ass something and then died in a horribly horrific way where he was still being a hero right like he was given a hero send-off for being what he was he was a cop who was falsely accused who had to spend time in prison away from his daughter and then come back like there was a lot of great stuff but that's a change that works the change in cell does not work and i i can't wait for the text that i get from kelly when she when she finishes this movie and goes what the fucking fuck I, I can't I can't believe that it wasn't just little <laughs> kindergartners that decided how to make this is Stephen King, one of my heroes. Okay, but okay, so but there's a lot of fodder with that. When it comes to him and his movies, that doesn't even cross over well because some of his best movies he didn't like or wanted anything to You're right, do with. The Shining is a big point, and believe me, and we'll it. talk about all this. And and it, but by the way, it is fun campiness that I like because it's fun campiness. I know, but it's a good but movie. it does not capture the movie. Oh, no, it's not the bu- uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't capture the book. Yeah, but that's just it, though. Had they done campiness with Cell or had done something to where it was right. still a good movie, and then it, needed, it doesn't matter. Cell needed a little bit of campiness, for sure. It doesn't have Especially any. with those two characters? Yeah. Like, really? It doesn't have been- any. It's it's disgusting, like, how poor this movie is. But I'm going to laugh through it because there are a lot of things that are funny. And I can't wait to tell people I'm excited the for the movie we're doing after. Just tell the people. The best military movie ever, apparently. Starship Troopers. Woo! All right, we don't. Need, sorry, we're talking too much. Just know that the, especially if you're a Stephen King fan, it'll be fun for you to listen because I'm going to talk. I might even read the book again before the podcast just to make sure I've got <laughs> I everything, have everything right. Yeah, I I need to make sure because uh, there is absolutely nothing about. Just know it's a faux zombie movie. They're not zombies. So we will we will talk about that about the differences of why they're not zombies because they're not dead it's crazy people it's not zombies but this was the really one of the only times that Stephen King goes into this realm yeah also never touched on this this yeah. is absolutely the worst adaptation of one of his books uh, Dreamcatcher is better Maximum Overdrive is better wow every single adaptation of his books is better than this hunk of garbage so. <laughs> Look forward to it. Yay. Two hours of it, ladies. Oh, it's going to it's gonna be very fun. It's going to believe me. I'm going to have a lot of comedic insight into this. It's, it's going to be fun. So uh, let's do, Kelly, your plugs. Of course. You can always find me on Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy and, of course, on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy. And thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Much appreciated. You're listening somehow. Uh, if you could, if you enjoy what we're talking about, if you want us to keep going and get more popular, please go to iTunes and subscribe and rate us, preferably five stars if yes, you could. Please. It does mean a lot. This is how we track people uh, for who's listening. Yeah, I know. It sounds bad to say track people. This is how we, we this see. This is how we know. Yeah, this is how we see that we've got a certain amount of people listening uh and also the more five star ratings we get the higher our podcast gets pushed so that more people see it you'll get more content from that so please subscribe rate and share you can also listen on stitcher any of your favorite podcast listening apps including google play music it's available everywhere in case something goes down you can always find it somewhere else on the website yeah website download and stream episodes from uh, www.ianhates.com i also do a music 
uh, podcast as well. Last week, we had awesome, amazing guitarist Cole Rowland on the show. This week coming up, we have the band Frameworks. They're melodic hardcore. They are putting out a brand new album on Friday, which is so good. Uh, So you should check that out if you like that type of music, if you like interviews, blah, 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 all that stuff. Everything can be found the same way, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Just look up Ian Hates. You'll see both podcast streams. Please rate, share, subscribe if you can. And then you can interact with us, Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, on Instagram, at Ian Hates Podcast, and on Facebook, it's www.facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Feel free to like our page. There are so many more people listening that have not liked the page. Touched anything, people. Please follow, like, all that stuff because that also, sometimes people look at it and they're like, oh, there must not be a lot of people listening. I know there are there a lot are. of people listening because I know the stats. <laughs> so just like the page and then you'll get all the other content that I put out from Absolutely. time to time as well. So just because it's music and movies, you know, just follow. Right. It's fun. Uh, so I think that is everything. I believe it's everything. So next week is sell. Enjoy. Uh, Kelly, do you have any final words for people? Mm, Purge and purify. Nice. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. (laughs)